Presenting Dan and Brave Presents, presented by Brandon and Dave. And now Danny too. <laughs> what is this song? It's Beatles. Flying. Oh, yeah. Uh, is this uh, Yellow Submarine? Magical Mystery Tour. Oh. All right, we're here. Put your belongings in the overhead compartment. Strap in. It's where you belong. In the overhead compartment. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the co-pilots sleep when the plane's on autopilot. Put your kids in there. Yeah. Put your babies in there so they stop, so we don't have to hear them cry. Take a listen as we compartmentalize, oh. sort of, these pilots. Right. How are you gonna? How do you do that? How do you? Uh, what? What? Um. What do you do to help you to compartmentalize? Meditation. <laughs> Anything like that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was flying, right? That was flying. That was a. That was an in-flight entertainment. Well, we're the in-flight entertainment. Right. That yes. Was- we want you to listen to this show on when you're flying only. Uh, yeah, only. <laughs> or if you're on airplane mode. Okay. So you have to download it first. Yes. Yeah. Always download anyway. <laughs> yes, please download. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. Sh- don't stream us. Download us. Yeah, download it, please. It's Dan. It's Dan and Brave presents another episode. <laughs> Season three. We're here. You thought we were done, but we're not. Mm, nope. The show hasn't fallen apart yet, despite the some bitterness in some previous episodes. <laughs> a little bickering. We're still here. Despite the, we're not um, friends anymore. No, no. But yeah, that ended. The working relationship <laughs> we decided uh, could continue if we right. ended our friendships. <laughs> yeah, the only yeah. way. It could, <laughs> the only way we could keep doing the shows if we stopped. If we stopped having yeah. sex with each other. You know, it's like right at work. Don't what's the expression? Don't like, shit where don't, you eat. Right, don't shit where you eat. Yeah, and then we, it got too messy. You now we, we had to stop having sex with each other. Also, <laughs> that was another part thing. Yeah, that yeah. was another thing. That was ruining our friendship, <laughs> and now this is ruining our our friendship is ruining our working relationship. So we right. had to cut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. just keep it simple. This one thing. We're colleagues. We're coworkers. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're we're uh, co volunteers. <laughs> also <laughs> kind true. of true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Patreon yet. Stay tuned for. Yeah, we're still threatening to do that. Right. We'll never do it. <laughs> uh, we're threatening to have you guys pay us money. <laughs> we're gonna be paying you guys. We, yes, we've done soon. that already. Yeah, we we've done that. We're gonna keep doing that. We the only lost show that so much money losers. on this podcast. Uh, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's a bad investment. <laughs> but we get our voices heard, and that's capital punishment. Yeah, like it's like cultural, like like basically us making an indent on the culture. Yeah, we're leaving our imprint. That's that's money. That's his own kind of money. Capital. Yeah, we're going on strike, just like the great air. 
air uh, traffic controller strike of 1981. Relevant to today's show. Yeah. Yes. It's the pilot pilots. It's the pilot pilots. And President Reagan fired 11,000 striking employees in 1981. And we are the descendants of those yes. air traffic controllers. Our relatives. Yes. <laughs> so we are doing this yeah. in honor. We, the only surviving <laughs> relatives. How, how, okay, how far back does somebody have to be? Like, how old do they have to be now to, for you to call them your ancestor? Just ten years like, older. I don't think so. Like if they like your grandparents, we're talking about your ancestors. So if if nineteen eighty one, right? One of the air traffic controllers that would be our parents or like aunts and uncles, right? We're talking yeah. nineteen eighty one, right? Because are they is that our ancestors? Or that to be one more generation. I feel like how it's, far back? I feel like it's definitely something more ancient. Well, I think may. Well, I think on technicality, well, like, I think it's just, I think it's just anybody who's your your relative that's older from a previous generation, but. It's a little disrespectful to call your uncle ancestor, right? Because it makes him feel old. Do they have to right. be dead? Oh, um, oh, is that a I rule? I don't know. That could be true. So once they die, they can die young, and yeah. they'll, they'll be an ancestor. Ancestor, I guess. Or they I have to have some fancy mausoleum to be an ancestor. And it can't be. It could be your child. <laughs> That's not, that doesn't work. I don't, your child can't be your ancestor, right? I don't, you I don't have to go backward, so. right? I think it's a previous era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just I feel like the root of the word it has to do with ancient. Yeah, definitely. But like, what is the literal cutoff? I don't know. The root of the word is is ante, ante to go before. To go before. One whom I think it's a person is descended. Actually. Incestors. Is this one from whom a, a person is descended, whether on okay. a father's or mother? So there's at any distance of time. Gotcha. At any distance, a progenitor, a forefather. It all. I mean, we just don't use it as like yeah. for living people because if it, it does sound ancient and rude, right? But it could still apply. But it still can apply. So okay, our apply. ancestors of nineteen eighty one. My dad. Yeah, my dad. Right. They we're were here to carry on the legacy of those fired air traffic controllers. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Um, we're here to talk about two pilots. Yes. From the nineteen seventies. We didn't. We should introduce ourselves too. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. First, we're by the, saying... We're the wingmen. We're the wingmen. Pilots. Uh, I am... Uh, I always go last, actually, so I feel weird going first. Go go first, Brandon. Okay, I'm your co-pilot wingman brand, wing brand. I am co-pilot, co-captain... Wing Dan. Danny here. <laughs> and I'm Air Marshal David. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't... No funny business. Dave Marshall. We are Marshall. <laughs> I, I'm suspicious of you, Danny. <laughs> I'm one of the pilots. I'm going to be watching you the whole episode. I'm co-captain. Yeah, well, I don't know. All right. Get a look into your background. All right. Uh, <laughs> pilot pilots. Pilot pilots. Two episodes of two television shows from the 1970s. Three's Company. Oh, because it's season three. We're going back to the 70s. Season three. Yeah. We're going back to the shows. 70s. Keeping it relevant. Keeping it fresh. 1970s. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. speaking of culturally relevant, we have Three's Company and... Taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Two of the biggest sitcoms of the 1970s. We decided to keep keep it sitcommy, keep it funny. <laughs> we talked about doing dramas. Maybe we'll do that next time. Yeah, well, we have to we'll revamp our point system if that's the case. I mean, right, drama. Keeping it sitcom. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. That's why we haven't done it yet, but we will eventually do that for you guys. Um, but we're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> The original these point systems take a long time to develop. Yes. <laughs> the original um, 
season three promotional photo was going to be uh, one of the ideas we had was the three's, three's company, company right uh cover for that two, for one of the seasons of that show very close to doing it too recognizable yeah possibly arguably too recognizable yeah we thought it was too mainstream i guess <laughs> so we decided to go with kramer versus kramer <laughs> in case you didn't get it which i'm sure nobody did maybe um, somebody actually said on facebook that they Got, they like wait is this Kramer versus Kramer yeah I think Somebody, so one yeah. of our fans said that on Facebook I one think. of my fans one of our fans okay you said my fans I said our I don't think I said mine I don't know I don't have any fans <laughs> no you said your fans he thinks you said I said our okay Three's our company, Three's Company was an American sitcom that aired for eight <laughs> seasons on ABC starting on March 15th 77 ooh that's soon Going to hmm. or September eighteenth, nineteen eighty four. Happened. So it ran for eight eight se- seasons. Eight seasons. Damn, my lord. When was the last season? I'm sorry. Eighty four. Eighty four. Jesus. All right. Bit of an eighty show too. Little bit of an eighty show. Hey Dan, <coughs> as much of an eighty show as, as the seventies. Wow. I was gonna say no more of an eighty show. It's more of an eighty yeah, show. Yeah, like five Prince. seasons. Kind of like Prince. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so five seasons of Taxi starting in seventy eight. Tail end. So right split in the middle between an 80s show and a 70s show. Mm-hmm. More, right. No, more 80s, actually. It's technically more 80s as well. But it was an NBC show. No, it was an ABC show as well. They're both ABC? They're both ABC. Okay. Oh, I thought it said CBS when we watched it. I guess they, they own the they uh, own copyright. The or, uh, yeah. Okay. Which one do you want to jump into first, pilots? Um, I just want to say before we jump into anything. Yeah. One, Taxi. We usually recover the pilots. This is a little confusing for us because we were usually driving a plane. Right. <laughs> now we're going to be driving a car on a on land? What? Yeah, it seems weird. A little weird for us. Also, before we jump in, the reason that 1981 is so important to us, the uh-huh. year 81, the number 81 is the amount of maximum points a pilot can get in our scoring system. Do you want to explain the, the, the scoring system? Yes. Set and setting. Five points max for all these music, fashion, humor, and cast of humor. characters. I like to say humor. humor. Right. Those are all five points max. Then we have two bonus points. One, do you support, do you sign off on the main character? And will you land this plane? Will you continue watching the show? So that's how we will score these. Are you willing to be a co-signer? Are you willing to be a co-signer? <laughs> like, if they came to you and said, like, I'm about to buy a car, uh random apartment Lisa, yeah would yeah. you co-sign that lead character <laughs> right and then unrelated to the points we need to um sounds of the city <laughs> here at uh the international headquarters of dana bray presents in their brooklyn not my brooklyn who is the titular taxi right and who is the titular three's company three's company right. we so we will figure that out right not nothing to do with we'll points. Get to the bottom of it just another discussion yeah. we have yeah. we'll get to the bottom of it um, which one do you want to jump into first? You said Dave said the taxi thing, so so let's do taxi. Then. Let's do taxi first. So I think what we should talk about first. What is your guys uh, taxi? <laughs> first, yeah. What is your guys association like? Fami- familiar with this show? Watched it before? Never what's watched what's the history it. Here? Never seen an episode. I only know I knew what the set okay. looked like because of the movie Man on the Moon. Oh, oh, got it. Because they have scenes. With Jim Carrey as Andy right. Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, right. Um, I've so. seen a, f- a few episodes. Okay. 
Um, I didn't watch it a lot. Like it was definitely syndicated, and there were reruns when we were kids, mm-hmm. but it wasn't on as often as other shows. And you know, my family's from New York, so <laughs> I honestly, when I watched it, it felt like I was seeing their childhood in the seventies. Oh, or they, 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 oh, they lived in a taxi depot. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're from a city, so it's like. Uh, they were around in the 70s <laughs> when this show was going on. I was like, hey, it's a little bit of what they were seeing as right. the inside <laughs> of a, like, a taxi garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> only like there's no out like uh, only inside of a taxi. Yeah. Um, but another thing is uh, I just knew the people on it. I knew Tony Danza was on it. Yeah. I knew uh, DeVito. Latka, DeVito, Hirsch, Conway. I knew like there's Conway. some big names on these on yeah. the show. Um, so I knew that I didn't know like it was critically acclaimed or not. I also remember like knowing that Annie Coffin was like, didn't really want to be on the show, but he right. was like told to be on the show in my mind. I was like, Oh, so it must be like kind of a mainstream show if like, Annie Coffin doesn't want to be on it. But I guess it's really more so he just didn't want to be on a sitcom at okay. all. Cause he, he played that like foreign character in a stand, his stand up. Right. Right. Yeah. So he just adapted it into like a, character of a background and taxi yeah. interesting choice to go with that <laughs> yeah 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 we'll uh we'll talk about that in our cast yeah. of characters category um i i have very little exposure to this show myself Great. i don't i don't remember my parents ever really talking about it nothing like no. that they wanted to keep it hidden from you I, yeah <laughs> they i knew danny devito was in it i know and then we'll talk about the big moment with him in this in this oh, yeah. very famous tv moment i was familiar with that and leslie has talked to me about the show before just because she loves the the theme song and i think she used to watch it like on nick at night yeah with uh with her parents okay um, she always raves about the theme museum. We'll, we'll talk about that. Music's, mm-hmm. music's good. Now, I, I have a question. So mm-hmm. you keep mentioning, you mentioned this to me yesterday too, the Danny DeVito moment, the big moment, which is funny because it's what revealed that he's not <laughs> yeah. big. It's ironic. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So the tiny moment. What what year was Cuckoo's Nest? And That's earlier. Okay, so I guess it was just... No, but I think that he's not... It's this just, is he was just like a really popular. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think people wouldn't have made the connection that this is the right. same person. So I just never knew. I was surprised to hear that. I didn't know that as like a significant TV moment. Yeah, that's, right. that's kind of cool. I, there was like some kind of like countdown TV moment, TV show thing. Like, I always like watching specials like that. Yeah, this is like a big television moment. It was like, cool. like the pilot for the show when they had the big. I mean, should we reveal what it is now? I mean, should we just do that? No. Okay. <laughs> When would no, you okay, like yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it. <laughs> so, Danny DeVito is. Oh, I forgot about another thing, but go, go ahead. Um, what would you what would you describe his job? He's like the man- he's like the manager. He's the- called the um dispatcher. Thank you, dispatcher. And he has his own little booth in like the corner of this taxi garage. Taxi. I keep wanting to call it a taxi depot. I don't know if that's. I a think correct it might term. be a depot. I, I don't know if that's a correct term, but. So he has like access to this loudspeaker, you know, he just seems like he's like just this annoying guy in charge. And then the big moment, like about halfway through the episode is he's very short <laughs> right? because he cut, he he's steps elevated. down. He's elevated in his, I, yes, exactly. Behind yeah. in yeah. his cage. It's like a, he's <laughs> protected from like, cause yeah. he knows he's going to like piss people off. Yeah. So that he has a protective cage. Yeah. Yes. And from the taxi drivers. It's, right. it's a brave performance. Much like Christian Bale. He lost all that height for the role. <laughs> and he's and honestly, he hasn't ever gained it back. Yeah, 
It worked out so well for him. Yeah. I don't think he was really famous already at this point. No, I, don't I think, think that's so. why this it was is, a big moment. This is breakout People character. People got, got to right. see, yeah. like, oh my, like, and it was just like a funny thing to see that this is the guy that's, like, in charge. Like, because he has a lot of bite. Yeah. Right. He has a lot of bark. He's like Very a sleazy, feisty. like yeah. wearing a three-piece suit at yeah. work. It's yeah. Danny DeVito. If yeah. you know Danny DeVito, this is Danny DeVito. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Textbook DeVito here. Yeah. yeah. So let's. I guess let's talk quick. Do a quick overview of the um, the plot, and then we'll get into the categories. Yeah. So Judd Hirsch, Alex, Alex Reger. Yeah. He comes in with a. I almost said a lift passenger. <laughs> A lift passenger. <laughs> I don't know why I yeah, said that. Yeah, this is a uh, this show takes place in a lift, lift station. <laughs> yeah, he comes in with a passenger <laughs> who only had one hundred and fifty dollars on him because he was visiting New York City and wanted to go out on the town, so he had to get change. Right. This guy uh, gets change. He comes back, and then you start to see the world of the depot. Yeah. Like you explained with Danny DeVito being uh, the bo- the pit boss, basically yeah, up in the, the corner. Um, dispatcher, yeah. dispatcher, pit um, boss. I like a lot. I like calling <laughs> the pit boss. Um, and yeah, it's it's this crew of it's New York, New York City. Of course, like, you say taxi. You don't even need to say New York City. People know taxi <laughs> is New York. Okay. Um, yellow cabs. <laughs> yellow cabs. It, it could have been called yellow cab. Um, and it's just this crew of these like you know blue collar dudes uh, and sit- ladies. And dudettes. One lady. One lady. There's a, no, there's Third. only one dudette uh, lead, but there's other dudettes. Um, okay. And they're the just... Yeah, work there. They're hanging out, and it's I guess it's like off their, most of their shifts. Maybe it's like end of the day. No, I just think they hang around until they're called by the dispatcher. Oh, okay, right. The dispatcher yeah, yeah. will call them, and then when their name is called, they go out and do a ride, do, do a ride along. And... <laughs> Kevin Hart. Uh, yeah, so but it's them is hanging out, and then you know about their backstories that they, you know, pretty much all this is their part time job. They're trying to get into other things. Mm-hmm. For example, Tony Danza, a character, is a boxer. Right. Jeff Conway, his character, is an, an actor. actor. Yeah, aspiring. Um, John Hurst says he's the only actual taxi, taxi driver. driver there. Right, because that, he's accepted. That's it. all like, he does. Yeah. yeah, he's older. Which is uh, yeah. like just not really how it worked. <laughs> you know, like that was that was their career, like a yeah. taxi driver, because of how much you invest into the badge, which we don't have to talk about. But <laughs> right. um, so then, yeah, we get the woman that shows up, whose name is Elaine. Right, which played is, by Mary Lou Henner. Oh, so the big thing is the phone. So why don't you set up yeah. the phone? Sure. So. uh why did you ask me to set it up? Why you brought it up and then you want someone else to set it up? Okay, I'll set it up. So the passenger that was with, <laughs> what's going on here? Like, I don't know because I, I didn't have my head wrapped around this, the timeline of what happened. Because um, well, that happened, I guess no, that happens before. Hold the, on, hang on, hang on. We wanted to just quickly get through the plot so we can go point by point. Right. I would argue that the phone is more of like a humor thing that we no, can I talk think about. It's no, plot. it's a huge, plot, it's huge point. plot point. You think it's, so? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the inciting incident of how he meets his daughter. Okay, continue. <laughs> so the passenger discovers that the phone is broken. Right. And so when you put a quarter in, you get it immediately back. And then everybody rushes to make the one important phone call. Right. Uh, the actor, he yeah. calls Lawrence Olivier. He tries to call Lawrence Olivier in England. Um and then it keeps drawing attention to Judd Hirsch that he has nobody to call. He has nobody right. to call. He has nobody to call. And he says, actually, I have a daughter that yeah. I haven't you know, told anybody about. So he calls. He says he hasn't talked to her in years. 15 years. 15 years. 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, I'll, uh, I'll call tomorrow when the line dies down. And then everybody moves away. 
so he can go right to the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when he's talking to the uh, the woman Elena. Elaine, mm-hmm. um, and she starts. She calls him a jerk for abandoning his daughter, but then he tells the story of how he did it. He did it what he thought was best for her, so she could have a better life. Calls he calls his ex wife. Yeah. And finds Who out in South America. Do we know yes. that he was definitely married to this woman? Do they say ex wife or is it just a baby so. mama situation? I think it's an ex wife, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And then he discovers that she'll be taking a flight from Miami to Portugal. Right. Because she's going to college in Portugal. Yeah. And so then he asks Danny DeVito to borrow a cab to drive down there. Uh-huh. He says no, but then they steal it anyway. So Judd Hirsch, uh-huh. Tony Danza. Jeff Conway. Uh, J- Jeff Conway, Andy Kaufman, and the passenger guy yeah, all drive down to Miami in a cab. Insane. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meet her at the airport. Um, she's aware of him. It wasn't like a scenario where she you know, didn't know about her father. Like, she knew his name. Yeah. Um, New York to Miami, 25-hour drive, maybe? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Like... If you're not stopping. Yeah. And everybody's Talk. down. Yeah. yeah. That's how boring it is back then. And they all take off. Yeah. They just. Yeah. yeah. You need to take off like at least two to three days of work. To <laughs> no, be but able they to do that. all like, that's like half the people that work there. Yeah. <laughs> just leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. If they yeah. have a job coming back. Plus I didn't even process how yeah. insane it was while watching it. But yeah, it's, Plus it's outrageous. the passenger. Yeah. Like, there's just this passenger who is revealed later that he signs up. He's so enthralled by right, the lifestyle. Right. Lifestyle of oh, yeah. a tax driver. He's like a tourist. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Or he's a tourist who's just yeah. moved there. I, I, I got the impression that he was a tourist. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a group of guys that have nothing, nothing to, to do. do. Nothing the, yeah. to do, but also um, the mecha- the only mechanic, I think, <laughs> left. So if any of the cars like break down... Within they the to, next couple days, they forced, they're fucking screwed. The, the entire taxi bureau of New York City is shut down for a couple days yeah. <laughs> because these dudes needed to take a trip to Miami for, for, for an hour. Minutes. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Not yeah. even an hour. 15 no, like minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Ten, it's, on, it's like a five minute conversation with his daughter. Yeah, because that's how long they have to, until she gets on the flight. Yeah. Right. So th- we'll break it down a little more as we go into the categories, but then we get this like very touching scene between yeah. between the father and the daughter like a very like real emotional scene uh-huh. um he kind of explains yeah. she's this, never met him she's never met him she and was like a two years old when yeah, he yeah. left that's the last time he saw her yeah. yeah yeah so she did meet him but she didn't she was not aware yeah, right she she at first is like happy and embracing the situation and then he keeps saying i'm your father i'm father and she gets upset yeah. saying you're not my father you're not the guy they raised me and then he retorts with and know how he raised her all remembered all these things about yeah. her from when she was a baby it's very very nice yeah, yeah. Very heartwarming nice like really very real moment yeah. like it was like like shocking like it was, yeah yeah then they embrace she gets on a plane he gives her his driver's license which could be you know the most important thing as a, ta- as a taxi yeah. driver yeah. um and then uh <laughs> they drive back to new york Everybody still has their job, and this new guy gets a job there. Wait, and also, <laughs> yeah, he couldn't. I mean, I guess he can drive around without a license. Alex, the main character, who I mean, just gave his get, license, I mean, but you just have to not get pulled over. But like, it's brutal. That's another annoying thing he has to do. That's that's taking him away from work again, <laughs> yeah, more, even yeah. more so. Like, yeah, yeah. He's gonna have to take the time to go to the DMV. another day off yeah. just to go to DMV. <laughs> I'm sure the line would, in New York is probably crazy yeah, over there. I'm sure it was an even more brutal process back then. Too. Oh God, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's also so Actually, funny. You could argue it was probably easier. It's probably to get easier, one. yeah, yeah, yeah that's to get true. your license, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> that's the basic, the whole plot of, yeah. of the of the episode. That's the episode. Um, it's quick. 
It's quick. It's, um, Sit down. <laughs> it's simple, too. It's very simple. Yeah. It kind of interesting. It, the, the whole phone thing, I mean, we'll definitely we'll get into that, but the phone thing is just really funny because they all act like it was... I mean, I know it, it cost money to make calls back then. Yeah. It's just a very fun, funny premise that, okay, now I'll call my daughter because it's free. Like, I just saw everything. Yeah. It's just kind of funny. Right. right. But it's also funny that, because I guess you can make international calls. That's a thing. Oh, I forgot that she, they, they all live like, in they, South they America. They all call international, international. people. That's, That's why right. he calls London. And then he calls. Dan and Tony, call, Tony Danza calls Bangkok. Bangkok, yeah. And he calls Brazil. Alex okay. calls Brazil. I forgot about yeah. that part of it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Should we go right into the rankings? Or should we? Yeah. So, let's, yeah. We can, because we can talk no, about well, it as. not rankings. What do you mean? What are, oh, ratings. Ratings. Yeah. Difference? Different. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. 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 We're not ra- we're not ranking things in order here. Similar. Or we could rank the categories in order. <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. Like yeah. Can, yeah. Why don't you do that? <laughs> like, yeah. Put the music first. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why don't you do that, Dave? Okay. Let's do ratings then. Okay. <laughs> so set and setting. Hmm. Setting. So like we've been saying, it's this taxi depot dispatch area. Area. Um. Garage. Garage. Um, and then they, it's, it's like an open space. There's tables. There's a phone. Most of the episode is here. I'd say like three quarters of the episode is here. I'd say over three quarters. I'd say three. Uh, I've seen at the airport. Four fifths. I'd argue four fifths. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Nice. Good fractions. All right. Um, yeah, so it, yeah, it's this garage. Um, you ha- we talked about the uh, Tony, uh, not to- um, Dan DeVito's okay. dispatcher cage, right? Right, all in one room. All <laughs> he in one works room. in a cage. Like it is kind of like yeah. that. Um, it feels Despite very. It, even though you don't get really much view of like the city, it feels very New York. It feels so New York. It feels because very the New York. Accents. Yeah. yeah, that too. And the attitudes. Right. You can't. You're not allowed to talk about anything else. <laughs> okay, you're no, right. You've given me shit for this. Before I know on you're the right. Show. I'm you just have, saying when I start to go into different territories, you've given me shit. I'm just playing off a couple you saying, times. You saying it feels like New York. I said because of partially other stuff. But you're right. I won't factor that into my ra- rating. I was saying it feels like New York strictly because of what it looks like. Okay, that's I true. genuinely feel that okay. way. Okay, no, honestly, that's fair too. It not looks the, like I mean, not. Yes, there's the accents and, like, and yeah, the attitude. Yeah, but, that's the one and only. Only you, New York has accents and attitudes it's like a, that. No, it's a visual attitude. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Actually, it does because it's like a little grimy. Like everything's a little. Yes, cl- it's not clean. You. you know what's thank interesting? Yes. This is like two years after the movie Taxi Driver, which is like a fucked up movie. Yeah. Takes place in New York. And this is not that vibe at all. The psyche of <laughs> yeah. a taxi driver. Yeah. yeah. Do you think this is a little bit like we're cleaning gonna, up the yeah, image? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like. It's like funded by big taxi. Yeah, big taxi <laughs> wow. is like this is a Conspiracy. PR move. Like, yeah. whoa, whoa, hold on. Like, we're we're nice people too. Guys. Yeah, like, yeah. They're not they, all De Niro. Because to, like, Tony yeah. Danza, I mean, I think uh, Travis Bickle's supposed to be a uh, Vietnam vet. Okay. And Tony right. Danza is well, also a Vietnam, Vietnam vet, vet in this in this one. Oh my god. In the show. Okay. And it's almost like. He's the he's this is like the Italian uh, Vietnam vet from New York that we're proud of. Like this is like a he's a good guy. Nothing right. like Travis Bickle, yeah. not destructive. Right. Like he's a kind of a That's lovable. Funny. No PTSD, idiots. Yeah, as far as we can tell. I yeah. Not maybe yet. Well, I don't not know. Yet. Yeah. It's maybe they get into it. They haven't developed maybe that they get yet. He also that. said he was in Bangkok for one day, so maybe yeah. like it'll be revealed that he actually like didn't really do much. He, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, but anyway, the set setting. Setting, sorry. So, so yeah, it takes place in this garage, and either they're near an area that is not busy in New York, or there's just like a whole other group of 25 people that are always getting the rides. Maybe they don't, yeah. <laughs> maybe they don't like work in the city. They work in like just New York <laughs> <Yeah>. State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, because they are not busy. <laughs> they're just waiting around. Yeah. Um, and then they, okay, so they cut to a shot of the road when they're on the way to Miami. Yes. Right. I guess that's the highway. The Set, setting. Yeah. And there's a little bit of setting in the uh, intro. intro. Yeah, they show which the is a city. taxi driving on the bridge. On a bridge, right. Well, also, city. just also real quick to talk a little bit about the floor plan, a little more of the garage. Yeah, yeah. So you have in, you have the cage, the DeVito cage in the right. And right. in the center, is the center, there's the big green door that is where... Uh, Lodka comes in or goes out later and there's also like a there's two doors in this door so it's a garage door uh-huh. and then there's two normal doors in right. there there's also an upper level right it kind of reminds me of Cheers sorry I mean Wings Wings Wings, yes. wings yes. definitely yeah. it definitely felt like the Wings set yeah. especially yeah. yeah we can yeah. almost break it down like some of the characters are similar obviously okay yeah, yeah. the mechanic but, uh, like the mechanic Shalub, specifically yeah. Or not Shaluba um, was his Hayden name. Church. Sorry, yeah. Hayden yes. Church. Yeah, Thomas Hayden Church is like an updated version of Latka. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he comes from the op- like the upper the level upper as level. well. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's pretty much it. It's pretty simple. And oh, the, the, the airport. airport, the airport too. The airport, yeah. Which, Which is also like wings. It's also like wings. <laughs> Even more so. Yeah. And it's it's also <laughs> interesting. And we got very excited when we, we found out that we were going airport. to an airport. We got Had so no idea. excited. Yeah. Is, uh, it was just the terminal. It's pretty interesting. Unfortunately, they didn't explore the airport as much no, as we'd like. Yeah. As the pilots, I didn't as get the to see any like, uniforms walk by. I know, I got, yeah. They're at the Iberia ter- terminal to Portugal. Right. <laughs> and I just learned I'm 60% Iberian. So I got... Oof. You thought I felt things when I saw New York City thinking about my parents? <laughs> Something even more primal Your and important. This is where my ancestors <laughs> flew to and from. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's pretty interesting that in in the pilot that we just go to an airport that yeah. we probably never revisit unless like Sein- there's a lot of so Seinfeld did it. Oh, remember there's an airport in the pilot of Seinfeld as well. Very crazy. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, that's so every weird. episode has had an airport. <laughs> pretty much. Wait, yeah. every every you're right. Every so episode. Far, every episode. Yeah. Has this had one pilot that we cover. One, yeah. Wow. Has unintentionally. So uh, let's never intentionally do that, by no, the way. Let's just no, keep hoping. No. But it can keys unintentionally to success happen. for <laughs> when you write your pilot, go to an airport. Go to an airport. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. God, I didn't even put that together yeah. while we were watching Taxi. Yeah. That's the third episode in a row that's happened. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, pilot pilots. Um, it's just we are drawn to the, the, the flight. But it, yeah, but you also get that 70s style, I guess, furniture-wise. It's not like... They're very simple sets. Very simple sets, yeah. but it, I I like that it it's it's different. It's definitely different, you know, yeah. for other stuff that we've seen, and it's it's big and open. It'll be interesting to see. Well, if we decide to continue watching the show in our own time, like what other settings happen? Mm-hmm. Is it like will every episode only take place in the garage? Will there be a back office like in Cheers that gets developed later on? Oh uh, yeah, you know what I mean, like. Um, are we gonna get into his cage? Are we gonna get into the cage? Get into the cage. What about a whole episode that centers around inside (laughs) the cage? Like a bottle episode in the cage. In the cage. Maybe a security camera. Like that's the POV. (laughs) (laughs) Or we get inside. Show him doing all kinds of weird (laughs) stuff. It's like searching that movie. Searching or uh, it's all all security footage. (laughs) 
Found footage. Maybe we go in a cab with Judd. I would um, love that. I would love to. I feel like that has to happen. They have to do because well, that was a big Seinfeld thing. A lot the cab shot. Yeah, they always did that. The car. Maybe they were calling back to this program. Yeah. I'm guessing the name might be a little bit of a homage. The Elaine name. Wow. Wow. Like the one female character being called Elaine. (laughs) (laughs) They have to explore the city more. I think they definitely do. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So, um, to out of five, but this points. setting right now for the pilot, just the pilot, Danny, want to go first? You want me to go? Oh, you're passing over. Um, <laughs> so out of five points, a Brandon tactic. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm okay with the Brandon tactic, so I, I accept it. Um, because I know what it's like to like you know have an idea, but like not have it fully fleshed out. So you want to pass it on to somebody Someone else. I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, like in my real life, outside of the show, like I do, I do things like that a lot. So, out of five points, right? Yeah. I'll, okay. You know, it sounds like a millionaire's like tactic. I don't know why. I like guess like some kind of like. Well, you guys know me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just some like. like you would a, be like a, like a manager. I can see that being like in some kind of like help help book, like or like uh, how to like. Like, what do you think? Yeah, that's like a good like, yeah, it's uh, like a management thing. management. It's a management yeah. tactic. Re- yeah. uh, never mind. I won't refer to that. Okay. Good. Good. It's a management tactic. Management. His management tactic is different. You're right. And we'll, and we'll get into the. Yeah. Let's. We'll do the cast next. Yeah. We've already talked a lot about it. Um, set setting. Can't give it too low because we go to the airport. We are the wingmen, pilots. You get th- those two settings. Um, I don't know. I was hoping for more than just the taxi depot in the show. Right. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I'm comfortable giving it a three point three because okay. there's a lot of open room. A lot of stuff can go on. You don't feel like you're uh, confined. Like not confined. Hmm. Claustrophobic. I like that it's like an open space. Yeah, it's it's like not uncomfortable to be looking at these people in this pl- place, but um, there's not a lot going on. It's simple. It's strong. Three point three is very fair. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think this one's. A, I think I'm lowering my score from. I think I maybe was more inclined to go closer to a four because of the uniqueness, I guess, of the garage. But I think the some of the focal points, and I guess this could be a discussion as to how you need to rate it because Mm -hmm. we're only watching the pilot. But so many of the focal points of the episode are probably things that don't come back, like the airport. And also, Mm -hmm. like, the phone corner. Like, how often are they going to revisit that phone? We spent so much time near the phone. Right. So I think I'm just interested to see in the future what other things. So I think I'm going to lower my score to that, and I'm going to go 3.1. Okay, cool. Okay. Uh, I I was going to say, I think also the staging might be so simple because the characters, which we're going to talk about right now, are so strong. Yeah. Let them do the work. Forget about the setting. Let's not distract the True. people with a complex setting. Yeah. Let's yeah. see the performers or the players take stage. Cast, Cast the characters. characters. Let's dig in. Let's we, dig in. This is a big, this this is a big, big one. Yeah, there's quite a few. Breakout. This is a lot of breakout just as stars, many, I believe. Really just as many as friends, maybe more. I was going to say just as many as Color of Night. <laughs> By wow. Okay. Yeah, it kind of feels that way. Like a lot of like, oh, these are great actors or great character actors. Getting to uh, work as an ensemble. Yeah. 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 I didn't know Tony Danza was like the... Dude, the I big, knew it. I, 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 I knew it. I thought he was the boss was like his big breakout show. I didn't know this was his, for like one of his earlier shows. I didn't know that. It's true. He's kind of like... <laughs> the pr- we've, we've, there's proof. Yeah. Yeah. We just watched it. He's kind of like... Um, What's his name on, on this show? On so the taxi? T- uh, Dan- so uh, Tony Danza is called Anthony Mark Tony Banta. His name is Tony Banta. Tony Danza is Tony Banta? Yeah. 
Perfect. Wow. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a DBPSN thing. Right. Um, Tony Banta. Tony <laughs> yeah, uh, Banta. So similar to how we keep talking about Seinfeld, maybe referring to this, this seems like a proto-Zoe. Zo- Whoa. Pro- proto Zoe 101? Is that something? <laughs> yeah. Like Joey. Like a little bit. Like oh, you're Joey. Me of Joey. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yes. Definitely like Joey a, 101. An aloof Italian man. Yeah, like kind yeah. of a lovable... Idiot. Yeah. And as yeah. We, so as we said, he. Um, so we know that we, he's a prize fighter. Boxes right. at night. They established that. Um, that that's like something he does. And he's also a Vietnam vet. Also a Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm guessing he's in, he's in like his late twenties. Yeah, he looks pretty young. Yeah, he's looking very young. One thing I I was actually pretty impressed by is his tattoo. Yeah, I, I oh, was yeah. Gonna... seeing a tattoo like the whole time. Like, whoa, that's gotta be pretty groundbreaking. It's more of a fashion thing, I think. I get, yeah, I was trying to think. Is that character or is that fashion? Tattoo could kind of go. Yeah, it's I don't know. on his body because it it has to do with his personality, right? Yeah. <laughs> so right. yeah, making factor into both, but yeah. So we have Tony Danza. We have kind of a similar character, but they, they, I feel like they're a pair almost because like you have Jeff Conway, Jeff right. Conway, who's also a young Italian, not Italian, but very city, like has the accent. Kinnicky and Greece. Yeah. Kinnicky and Greece. Yeah. And he's an actor, so maybe friends just merge those two characters together. His name is Bobby Willer. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. They just like he's, took- he's like Joey in one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, yeah, Joey sorry, he's Joey is both those characters. Both those characters together. Rolled together. into one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and he's a kind of he's like a tall, good looking guy. Yeah. yeah he's, he's an actor. He's trying to get in that play where Harry Potter sleeps with a horse. Yeah. Um Equus. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he's yeah, he's a serious actor, mm-hmm. but he doesn't come off as pretentious or anything, no, which is just, interesting. He's still no, kind he's of like a, a city guy, struggling, yeah. aspiring. Yeah. He seems like he cares a lot about the art of acting. Yeah, he wants to talk to Laurence Olivier. He wants to be an Equus. He does, you know, it's not yeah. like glamour. Hollywood. Right? No, no. Yeah. He likes the art form, the stage. Right. While being a serious actor, but at the same time. Being kind of a fun guy, he's. It seems like kind of. He reminds me of like a guy who would be good friends with Tony Danza. Like they don't seem that different. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they're also well. I can't S- talk. Loose, I can't loose, comment on what I was about to say. That's loose a superficially. Category. Yes. Loose superficially, they don't seem that much different. Right. On the surface. Yeah. They seem two peas in a pod. Right. Yeah. And then you have Judd Hirsch. The, I mean, I, he's the main character. I'd say. Yeah. I, I mean, the focal point of the show, Alex. Yeah. Which I didn't know. I didn't know either. I didn't know that that was the case when I thought no, about the show. Me neither. Yeah. I knew him from he's in uh, Independence Day. That's right. He's in okay. Independence he's Day. Independent. I remember I him from Independence Day. I can't think of the Day. big thing that I know him from. And he's also an ordinary people. That's what it is. Yeah. Ordinary I knew, people. I knew that was going to be what you were thinking of. I, you he's know, a, I he's almost a psychiatrist did Matt. say that before, but yeah. I was like, Timothy Hutt and Mary Tyler Moore yeah. couldn't t- remember if it was him or not. And it yeah. was. Okay. Love that movie. Great movie. Tearjerker. Yeah. So yeah, he is. He's the one. He's a little bit older. He seems like a veteran taxi driver. He's the Con- heart and soul of the garage. Yeah, like everybody yeah. likes him. Um, seems like he's been working there the longest. Yeah, when he comes in, yeah. everybody says Alex. It's like right. the norm. norm moments. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Norm. But um, everybody likes him. Everybody seems to go to him. Mm-hmm. For, like for guidance, you get that like kind of like paternal figure because like. He's kind of like the head taxi guy as opposed to Dane DeVito being more like the corporate guy. You wouldn't go to him for your problems. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they defer to his opinion or sense of leadership. Leadership. He yeah. definitely had a leadership role. 
Um, yeah, likable. Seems like a pretty like uh, I don't know, like down to earth guy. Yeah, like his whole the whole conversation with the daughter was. I real I was very surprised by very very good me too. Yeah. It was really good. It was easy. Good was, actor. Yeah. It was very a good, good actor. Yeah. The real amount of awkwardness that would happen, and the mm-hmm. real amount of like you know, flat joke pain. And yeah, like, pain. Like, like you yeah, tell like, that he felt remorse, but he also wasn't letting it. It was take away from the time with her. It was her. excellent. I almost it wanted to very, cry watching yeah. it. Me too. I got, yeah, I got, like, I got uh, emotional yeah. myself. Yeah. There was a good balance of like dad jokes to her. Right. Um, yeah, it's so like, charming. Kind of like self-deprecating mm-hmm. like jokes, you know, about, oh, I, you know, your mother was talking me up. She didn't want to impress me because she was like, oh, like mom says that you're running a ranch in Montana and running for senator or governor. And he's like, well, I lost the, the Senate oh, race. Yeah. And, you know, I'm actually a taxi driver. Um, but yeah, the touching moments were... Very heartfelt, and specifically when she says, "You know, you weren't my father," and he's like, "I don't tell me what it that I didn't know what it was like to raise you for two years." Um, I remember your favorite food. Yeah, I remember he, your favorite joke. And he grabs her nose and yeah. says, "Where to go?" And she goes, and he goes, "Oh, not your favorite joke anymore." Like, yeah, it's a very sweet, yeah. like, like crushing moment. Yeah, you can tell like he really hang. That like means so much to him. Yeah, just having a daughter. Like it's almost part of his identity. Even though he's hasn't raised her for the last fifteen years, he's right. still like clearly it's a very important part of his life. And he had a lot of time to bail on this plan, considering how long it takes to drive from New York to Miami I know. to do this. So he had a lot of time to <laughs> be know. like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what are we doing?" Right, but, but he I didn't guess, give up on it. But yeah. the thing is, that you get the sense it's a community there; they right. care about each they other because they kind of pushed yeah. him into doing something that right. he wouldn't normally do on his own. Yeah, you know. And then she's. A character we could just mention as well. What what is her name? Uh, the daughter. Don't, Ka- uh, Kath, no, her name is Kathy. Kathy. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if she's recurring. If she comes back. I I yeah. I don't I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I was half expecting her to stay. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Right. I, thought, I felt like that would be kind of like a big inciting incident for yeah. the pilot for the show moving like she'd forward. Should be a main character. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure what happens. Um, yeah. Later on, maybe it's just just this. Or, yeah, maybe uh, we never see her again. <laughs> maybe they have her die on the plane. <laughs> oh my god! And that <laughs> that develops his character more. Oh my god! So right. other, Let's another... jump into Andy Kaufman. I think. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Andy, Andy Kaufman, <laughs> comic relief. The did, most comic relief. I didn't know he was on the show. I didn't know that. Yeah. He plays um, a foreign man. Mechanic. Right? Mechanic. He's uh his name is Latka Gravas. Do, do they say what country or like I don't think, I think so. It's just like European it's some made up thing. Yeah. <laughs> some like Eastern European yeah. country. If you're familiar with Andy Kaufman, it's the voice he does. Like thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like that whole thing. Um and he's trying to learn how to speak English. He goes up to Alex and like is like he has like his uh translation book. Mm-hmm. Wants to go over some like different translations with him. Uh yeah, he's just like it's supposed to be, it's just Andy Kaufman's humor. Yeah. It's like thrown into a yeah. It's not like a tip. I don't want to say this is a typical sitcom. It seems to have also there seems to be more gravitas here than a lot of sitcoms. Yeah, but um, it also is a different bl- blend of humor than like everything else that's going on. For it's just, sure, it's just, it's just like truly Andy Kaufman stuck in this this world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he like puts his head on Elaine's shoulder. World. Yeah, and he's like bed. And she's no, uh, yeah, it was just like yeah. weird moments. Um, yeah, so he doesn't really have much to do here. We just kind of learned that he's, you know, like you said, with his phrase book, he's his English to learn phrase English. book. She's trying to uh, um, 
immerse himself in American culture. Yeah. But he's also clearly part of the gang because he's willing to get in a car. Yeah. And like you said, he's the mechanic and, and he really should be there. And he, <laughs> and he cries. Yeah. He's the one who cries. Yeah. I mean, there's five guys there and they all see this really emotional moment between Judd Hirsch and his daughter. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who actually is able to cry. Because Europe is, European is better <laughs> with that stuff. <laughs> Europe is better. They understand emotions, uh, the, not uh, like American uh, men. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you very much. And then there's the female lead that gets introduced. Yes. Elaine, Elaine. Uh, played by Mary Lou Henner. She's mm-hmm. Elaine O'Connor Nardo. We don't get a lot from her, but no. she comes in and kind of... DeVito gives her some shit early. DeVito it's gives her shit. Pretty brutal scene. Like, why thinks, did you make me think that you were a normal person? This is, yeah, so yeah, this is her first day on the job. Yeah. She comes in. She tells Judd Hirsch, I'm going to be here part-time. What is her aspiration? I don't... I forget. I forget. Do you she remember? She doesn't want to be a driver? I thought she was just doing a She's doing a part-time. Driver. Oh. Because that's why he says, yeah, that's, he's an actor. He's a boxer. Uh, I'm the only uh, actual taxi she, driver. I forget, too. Is Shit. it... Uh, Maybe yeah. nursing school or teacher? I, mm, <laughs> Damn, I missed it, too. I don't know. I have no idea. But, um... So she's there. She, we don't really know. We just know that she's critical of Judd Hirsch, and that's kind of an inciting moment for him to, mm-hmm. to make the call. Yeah, to his daughter. Th- they wanted to establish her that, that early on that she will be vital going forward. Yes, but she seems she to have like she can go toe to toe with Judd Hirsch. Yeah, she's like she's got that New York sass to her a bit, um, but also being She'll a pretty, be- I don't know, like a pretty well-rounded character. She'll probably like. be his foil quite a bit of yeah. like bringing him back down to earth and yeah. challenging yeah, him. Yeah, she'll be his love interest for you sure. You think it'll be a romance? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe, DeVito, then, maybe DeVito's love interest. Also, the la- <laughs> the last person in the car <laughs> on the trip is this, um, the, the passenger that oh, we talked yeah. about. Yeah. So this guy, he takes a cab, to reiterate, he takes a cab, he has money on him because he's visiting New York City, he's visiting New York City and he wants to have money to, to have on him. He doesn't, uh, he, you know, he makes, he figures out the phone call thing and then he gets in the car. He's like, gets so invested in, in Judd Hirsch's storyline that he gets in a car now and goes to Miami. Who knows where he flew from? Maybe he flew from Miami. Yeah. And, um, he's definitely, if he leaves that taxi depot, he's going to get robbed by somebody in New York. Yeah. He's like, very right naive. Away. Like yeah. he's super naive. Super like, green. Yeah. He's going to get mugged. And now he's on, now he's one of the crew. He got his, uh, and he has lots of money on him too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Tons of money. Yeah. He's a rich boy. Yeah. He's the one who you know, made the Moyer the phone situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we didn't really talk about Danny DeVito. And Danny DeVito, who's, you know, just got a mouth on him. Dispatcher yeah. got a mouth in the cage. Attitude, hates everybody. But he's also very short, so he's probably angry about that. Maybe it's that. Maybe they go into that, do you think? That's the, uh, no. Well, maybe. 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 That's the root of his anger, for sure. Right. All right. So that's the cast of characters. <laughs> I think we got everybody. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay, so yeah. what would you rate this cast so, of characters? Thank you for bearing with us. A lot of analysis, but it's the most important part of the show. Yeah, yeah. The cast of characters. Um, so just out of five, the just overall five, five. Like it's fantastic. Why not? Why not? Yeah, yeah. This is, fuck this it. Is, five. It's Why perfect. not? Yeah, they're 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 already in the pilot episode pretty well developed. Yeah, yeah, better. I'll, I'll say better, I'll, I was gonna say Friends is more because it's like the same amount of oh, people. Oh yeah, Friends was pretty good. With Friends was pretty good. I think this this was even better than what they Friends handled did. More people. We were impressed by how you know Friends how has well has they... the job of establishing that many characters. Taxi just did it. It did it too, and it had a good story too. And it's more interesting, yeah. and it's yeah. more interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you just like the people more. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, way more like, more like. Oh my god! Yeah, way more like. No one's really like. Uh, I couldn't stand that character. Yeah, yeah. I you know. I, yeah, you might, I, I might like some characters has more like than a part others. I like, yeah. But yeah, so we all rated the cast of characters pretty low on Friends. Well, really? yeah, because they're so not likable. Because we yeah. didn't like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were impressed by how well that they did it. So that's why right. we gave them any points. But yeah. yeah, so they did both here. We liked most of them. Or I liked all of them. Yeah, didn't feel yeah, didn't feel negativity towards any of them, and um, and they did it very well. Yeah, yeah. I say five too. Music, music. Let's talk about it. You know what? Oh, you're gonna go. You're gonna go lower. A little bit lower now. Four point eight. Yeah, I don't do decimals. So it's gonna be a four. Oh, lower. what? I was gonna. Is it a? Is it l- lack of diversity a little bit? What do you think about that? Should I get lower? That points? is true. That's true. And it's in New York City. It's New York City. That is true. That's I, very true. The time That's period. It's more of a television problem. The time a, period. I mean, you're not going to see a lot of diversity, unfortunately, especially. Yeah. So I don't want to knock it too off. Right. Because it seems like it might be a pretty. <laughs> Friends is not even less diverse. No, like, like, well, I think it know. might be. I feel like the show itself could be maybe a little bit more progressive than other shows. So it might. I'll keep it a five. I'll yeah. do a five. We can't fault yeah. the casting. Yeah. Like, True. in this. Like, yeah. yeah. Unless we do, like, an executive's version of Pilot Pilots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The writing, the. <laughs> okay. Music. Do you want to talk about the theme song, Dan, since you were a little bit more familiar with it going in? I'm really familiar with Leslie talking about it. I don't, oh, okay. I don't really I remember it. I don't like yeah, it. I no, I. Once it came on, I was like, yes, I've heard this before. Um,. It's a jazzy. Yeah, like, I love it. I thought it was very appropriate. Like jazz fusion, yeah. almost. Like soft jazz. Soft. It's by Bob James. Just like really nice to, to listen to. Piano, like, like piano. So that sounded like Three's Company. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a piano, um, electric piano, right? Um, led. And Bob James, who's worked with like Kenny Loggins, he's I think in both the jazz world and like kind of the pop world. Mm-hmm. Um, the song was called Angela. Angela. It was really lovely. Then there's no character named Angela on this, sh- on this show. Yeah, I I don't I don't really know how to describe it in detail. I'm just gonna give it a four. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It's it's very calming. It, it you know it's funny. It's like uh, it's like a music you would want to play if you're a cab driver because the city's yeah, so hectic. I like that. Yeah. It would like even you out. It would it would keep you like not stressed out. Yeah. It feels very of the time. It would soothe your ner- soothe your nerves. But it still feels like the city, like eh. yeah, eh. you know, eh. what I mean? like uh, so. I I love this song. I gotta go five. I love it. Oh wow, um, yeah. I mean, the, I, I, but the music outside of that, it's pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah, it's just kind of the same reiteration of vibe. That. Yeah. yeah, I think I gave Martin a five. So like, I'm trying to think what what gets a five for me in the music category. So this is getting a four. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. I yeah, just love it so much. I didn't feel as strongly about it. I guess because I guess it just made sense to me. I, I um don't take it for granted now. <laughs> Cuz I'm trying to think of like the reason I like it is because it's music I would just normally listen to. Right. And it doesn't feel sitcom at all. It just sounds like a good jazz like yeah, track. Um I'm, I I think I, I you didn't yeah. Good, good mood music, but you have your own score. Um, yeah, I guess like the interstitial music, all that type of stuff was it was exactly the same vibe. Yeah, didn't so it didn't elevate that to me. Um, I'll give it three point nine. Oh wow, 
Um, I can't think of another um, sitcom that has this music. It's probably why I rated it so high. I think I one I just like it, but mm. also it's unique for sure, and it helps make the show more unique in my mind because I can't think of another show that just has like nice electric piano yeah. jazz on it. I don't know. You keep going back to threes. I know, but I think it's a similar <laughs> melody there. I think there's something in there that's similar. Probably. Dooba dooba. Those notes are the same. <laughs> dooba dooba. Scooby dooby. Anyway. Fashion. We can move on. Oh, yeah. Fashion. Fashion. Oh, so, somebody Fashion. else, guy. Bobby. Trying, I need to remember some of it. Bobby and Tony. Sounds of the City. Bobby and Tony oh, were both future. wearing that was future. That was future, I think. blue. They had the tight bell-bottom jeans. Um, right. I saw one point Tony Danza had pockets. Like it looked like they're like, like his butt. jeans were were in the back. Yeah, they were like. Or he butt wore his fronts. jeans backwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, those yeah, those yeah, pockets yeah. were like yeah. that in the front. Yeah, I noticed the same thing. He's wearing a tight blue shirt. Yeah, um, showing off the pecs. Bobby has like these open. Uh, Kanicki? Yeah. Kanicki. Yeah, I was open. I was mostly into his fashion. Like, a lot of butt buttons chest. open. And he's, and he's yeah. very tall. The jeans go up very high. Yeah, like he does it's, not button yeah. his top buttons. They're very tight. His hair, you if think you want to include yeah, like, pretty long hair. I yeah. love his hair. If you, if look is included in the fashion category. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. So his hair is fantastic. Flow, hair great fashion, flow. Great flow. Yeah. Judd is wearing, yeah, he's wearing this like collared Typical. brown shirt over yeah. another. Normal New York guy, yeah, just like New York, yes. New York 70s guy. guy. Um, Devito Devito's wearing? wearing that like three piece. He's wearing, yeah, he's like, wearing like, a, like a suit. suit. Oh yeah, three piece suit. Like a vest. He has a vest yeah, underneath yeah. it. Yeah. Very um, stylish. Yeah, he's got like loafers on when he comes out from behind. Yeah, yeah. Elaine. Um, Elaine, Elaine. Same businesswoman. Like yeah, like yeah, she's kind of, a, kind of overdressed for the job. Yeah, she's wearing bit. like a pantsuit. Yeah. Um, the tourist. Same, yeah, like same vibe. I think jeans Radio and like a shirt. Radiohead. Radiohead. <laughs> Radiohead. Call back the to tourist. The tourist. Oh, okay. Call back to Radiohead. And so then like he dresses like Tommy Lark. Andy Kaufman <laughs> is wearing the the jumper. He's wearing a Andy Kaufman's just a, wearing a white yeah. jumper. The mechanic. He's jumper church outfit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no hat though. It's got the right. slick back no Elvis hair, which, is, yeah. which yeah. is different. And then the daughter Kathy is wearing a uniform. because uh, to go to like college, a school uniform. Yeah. I guess she's gonna just get she right off the plane into like the classroom. She, the one thing I did like about her, she had like the the like the puffy flower. What's like the right the ruffles? She had like the yeah. ruffly yeah. blouse. It looks like she yeah. comes from like, like high, high society almost. Like a like what Prince That's would the vibe wear. I got. Right, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That yeah. ruffly Prince, yeah. Yeah. regal look. But she almost looks like she's gonna be a flight attendant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. why is she wearing that? Like. Maybe she tells them they're going. She's going to college, but she's just gonna be a flight attendant <laughs> in Europe. Yeah, maybe dressed just like one. <laughs> yeah, so. nothing really Stands stood out. out. in an in an extraordinary way. It feels like New York. It feels like New York. It is garb of the seventies and of cab drivers, probably. Yeah, I guess um, so. Like I, I, this category gets low scores if it's just like no, nobody's gonna wear this if that's your like if it's just way off base of what. It should be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, get, that's how it would get a low score. Yeah, this um, gets, it's th- almost like the setting. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like not obstructive. No one's wearing anything that's going to s- distract you. Right. But it feels right. It's, I think this is very similar to what we said about wings, where it's like 
for me, this is right down the middle because it does exactly what you expect, but it doesn't get points because it doesn't do anything that is unique or yeah, it's exciting. completely uh, yeah. <laughs> Unilateral, unilateral, right? There's, unilateral? No, there's no risks. utility. It's all utility. It's yeah. like it just works. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah. mechanic guy. Okay, like so you can't really critique it because maybe if they right, yeah, because what, what it doesn't take do? away from the exactly. characters, right? Like, and like what would they do that would be different that wouldn't take away or stand right. out? So yeah, so it's it's just normal. And you got to think back to high scores where the nanny got very high scores yeah. in this category. Oh, oh and, yeah. Mar- and Martin. Well, Martin yes. And those are two scenarios where you have a lot of room to play around yeah. where yeah. it won't stand out and be yeah. egregious. Right. So, fashion, for, I'm going to give it a, a three. I don't want to give it a negative score. Yeah. I'm going to go right down the middle. Yeah, me too. I'm, yeah. Going, I, I'm going 3.4, a little bit above average. Yeah, I was going to go right down the middle with uh, three as well um, for that reason. Okay. Right down the middle would be 2.5. Just wanting sure, you're right. So you know what? We're going to go 2.5? I'm going to go 2.5. Because go. actually, I think that's I what we I did with wings f- for that reason. Um, I'm, I'm going a little bit more just because I like the 70s. Okay. Yeah, I like Kanicki's garb a lot. So I do like his what, yeah. like what he's rocking, those jeans. Um, those apple bottom jeans. <laughs> Okay, and finally, humor. Hickey from Kanicki. <laughs> yeah, Hickey from Kanicki. <laughs> Stucker Channing. Um, humor. I thought... Um, Humor's pretty good. I thought, actually, especially during the, the conversation with the daughter, that a lot of his jokes landed pretty well. Yeah. Because they were subverting the converse, like the expectation of where that conversation would go sometimes. So yeah. I actually thought those actually fit pretty well. Yeah, it was a good balance of stuff. There was nothing like that was... Hilarious, right? Yeah. But it was pleasing. What about yeah. Kaufman humor? What do you think about Kaufman humor? Okay, yeah, that's interesting because <laughs> it it like killed. He killed. Like the yeah. audience went crazy because he has this one catchphrase. He says, "Thank you very much." Thank you very much. And people were like, ah, they couldn't believe he said that. And he says it like after it doesn't even really make sense in the placement of where he says it. He, he says, "Thank you very much" as a goodbye to Elaine. Yeah, like their conversation's done. He says, thank you very much. And then he leaves. And it's it's a kind of like a Kramer thing where people just like lose their shit. Yeah. Um, I wonder how the much audience lost their shit. we would have reacted if we weren't aware of that. Racism. Con- <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, ooh, so, ooh, look, a person talking funny. Um, yeah. But, but, a white, but it's a white person, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wonder how I would have reacted to this seeing it. In context, without any no, like knowing of the Kaufman character, it feels very. Um, I don't necessarily dislike it, but it feels very heavy-handed. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of the right word for it. Cheap or something, or very like SNL. Like this is the stab. We you know like it's like when like the SNL people would have catchphrases. <sighs> the characters would have catchphrases. Like shoehorned like, in there. Yeah. They always knows that that's gonna work. And it's I don't know. There's something about it that's like not necessarily. I don't know. I don't dislike it, but I'm not like going crazy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the Tony Danza. I like actually. I I think Danza was great. Personally. I, no, I liked him. The stuff with the the Bangkok stuff was okay. I didn't think it was like great. <laughs> I think it was pretty funny actually. Uh, his phone call. Yeah, like, that was pretty yeah. funny. I it was fine for me. Um, nothing. That else was that re- was more of a standout for me, up from the phone stuff. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, the Olivier stuff was like long. Yeah, it, it was way too long. It wasn't. It, oh, here's the thing. None of this was like 
laugh out loud. Nothing, nothing was laugh out loud, but it also didn't like annoy me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. So I still like the characters, but they seemed more rounded. It wasn't like sitcom-y. Like they were all just cartoon characters. Right. What DeVito? DeVito was funny. DeVito yeah, was pretty was funny. funny. Yeah. Probably the funniest, I guess. He's, he's like, hey, touch. Like, yeah, it's like, like, that, like that. he's got kind a of, mouth. Yeah, like offensive stuff. I think Hirsch I, was the funniest for me just because I was surprised yeah. by his role. Like I thought he would be uh, just a straight man. And oh yeah, he so is funny. Yeah, for he's him, funny. like cracking the jokes like that, I was I I got a little chuckle out of him. It was a thing where again, it's not even like hilarious, but still, you just it just made you like the character more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like ah, this guy is really funny. Right. But it's like oh, he's very likable. Like I would like to be around this man. Yeah. Yeah. I like to be around all of them except for Tony Danza. He's got a mouth. Um, <laughs> I don't. It's like I, it's like being around Don Rickles. So I don't want to be. <laughs> He's going to just roast me all day. <laughs> uh, and I liked, yeah, Elaine was pretty funny. I don't know. Um, what was it? What was the Dane DeVito joke? We said to Elaine, like the roast he gave to her. He's like, fill out this paper. Cause she's her first day on the job. He's like, fill out this form. You have to fill it out. If you're driving here, hopefully you fill it out better than you do those pants. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah fill it out better than you do those pants. Those pants. Duts. Duts. <laughs> oh, and then he said something like, Leave him alone if the man doesn't want to um, be a good father. What was it? If the man doesn't... Uh, I can't remember. It's, yeah, if the man doesn't want to be... The man doesn't want to be around for his daughter. That's his business. That's his business. It was, you know, phrased differently. Yeah, he yelled it on the loudspeaker. Yeah. To Judd, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go like 3.6 for this. Okay. Mm. Should I go? I don't know. It's not something that's going to make me laugh the whole time, but something's going to keep me engaged the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and the pacing of the humor was good. It wasn't like pff, joke, 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 yeah. joke, and it like felt like forced and rushed. Um. So they were just good at with the pacing with the humor, and the writing was good. Yeah. So. Um. I don't feel good about my score. Pleasing. It pleased me more than it made me laugh. So. Most sitcoms are. I'm not gonna uproariously laugh. It's that really comes down to Seinfeld. Um, so I can't go for Seinfeld level of humor, but it's definitely pretty good. So four. I'm gonna go four point one. Um, let's do. I'll do a classic four. Okay, classic four. For ple- is very 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 pleasing to me. I'm gonna go a little more controversial here. Less. I um yeah. I, it's just a problem with sitcoms. Like I'm never gonna genuinely laugh at these things. I, agree. I laugh at the absurdities of the choices, right? And like what I'm laughing, w- watching this with with you guys, I definitely laughed a couple times. Yeah. But I'm laughing at the choices they make, and I'm laughing at people's reactions to these choices. I'm not mm. laughing at the jokes themselves. The only high scores are gonna get shows where I'm genuinely laughing at. Oh, that was a funny joke. Right. I, I don't know. I didn't have much of that this show. Really, yeah, not really. Much. Love the, but the writing I agree with the I think it's a wholesome and great drama like uh, kind yeah. of like, like the dramedy second, the the scene of the airport I was like oh my god this is very real yeah. this is really that's good that's not really humor though it's not humor that's why you know that so isn't you're, humor you're going to no, are you give it a two okay I should reward very funny shows and four is like I'm laughing a good good deal I think I laughed more at Martin for sure and I. Probably gave it a four. Yeah. So Martin, I, I thought was genuinely funny. Three, Same with Seinfeld. You gave, you gave it a four. So I got to go under that. So, th- yeah, 3.3. 3.4. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so now we just have our bonus points. We have, will you land this plane? Like, will you continue watching this show? Well, continue watching the show is keep flying the plane. Yes. Okay. Will you... I'm um, explaining for the listeners. Sorry. Um, or will you land it? Stop watching it. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. I'll say yes. Yeah. The writing was good enough where, yeah, I would want to see what's going on. I mean, will I actually commit to doing that? No, but it was... For the sake of this yeah, bonus it, point... It's a no for everything. So we're not asking... Do you have the time to do this? Right. <laughs> to watch right. it? It's yeah, just, yeah. is it good enough yeah, where you can you see, commit yeah. the time to watch right. it? Right, that's not the question. So for the sake of this bonus question, is the show good enough where you'd like to see where the story arcs go, where these characters go? That, yes, I'm giving it a bonus point. I thought it was good enough. I am too. Sure. Yeah. I actually maybe wa- will watch episode two. <laughs> okay, and do you support, uh, sign off on the main character, which I guess we're saying is Judd? Yeah, Judd was great. Great. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite lead characters I've seen. Yeah, really good. And then finally, uh, not a point, but uh, who is the titular taxi? <laughs> is, is it the taxi they steal to go to right. Miami? That's, yeah. I guess so. That's the lead taxi. <laughs> Maybe the taxi's called Angela. Oh, yeah. Because like, why is it the song called Angela? Right. And there was a taxi in the middle of the room, right? Or was there not? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they didn't show many taxis. <laughs> <laughs> just that one and in the, like in the opening theme no, the right. titular taxi is in the opening theme that's driving over the bridge right is that the same one they took to Miami maybe same car that's I think so I'm gonna say yes same car that made it it's their car Angela it eventually starts talking season two <laughs> wow <laughs> like Knight Rider yeah it turns into that <laughs> Knight Rider's a spinoff of Taxi or maybe Andy Kaufman <laughs> dies and his soul gets locked in the, sp- the car and starts talking in his voice yeah so it's just Andy Kaufman talking <laughs> from the car maybe I haven't seen the rest of the show Three's Company alright yeah. so that was Taxi that was Taxi thanks for sticking with us <laughs> we're still flying this plane still going on we got this second show second half of the trip uh, pilot episode of Three's, Three's Company. Company what year are we looking at here David uh, this is 1977 when it debuts. Um, debuts. I said it ran for eight seasons. Um, okay. A- so we have... Um, what is the actress that plays Janet? Is it... Uh, Joyce DeWitt. Joyce DeWitt. Joyce DeWitt, Suzanne Summers, and John Ritter, RIP. Um, so this the, this setup for this show is one that I think a lot of people are pretty familiar with. The, it's uh, one of the classic yeah, sitcom yeah, setups. Yeah, yeah. Two women, one dude. Yep. And one apartment. One apartment. Right. So episode and a couple landlords and a couple landlords on the bottom floor. On the bottom floor. Right. The Ropers. The Ropers. Yep. Next door is the Eberts. Eberts. Just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. And Siskel's too. Nice. Um, oh, they come later. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a. I guess there was a wedding the night before for Janet and Chrissy's roommate, who does not live there anymore because she was pregnant and got married. Was um, it a wedding? I thought it was a going away th- party. They said wedding reception. Oh really? Yeah, I missed that because they was, said. Remember they said the baby on the honeymoon. Okay. Yeah, it was a wedding yeah. reception slash. She actually gets a baby. The baby um gets delivered that night. Right. The night of the ceremony. Right. So we don't see any of this. This no. is just the setup. They're hungover. They're the hungover. It's day yeah. after. Um, and they had their wedding reception, like, after party at their apartment? I guess. I guess. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, small wedding. Yeah, it makes sense. So yeah. uh, probably, a lot of family probably weren't there because they were yeah. shaming them because... And as we've learned, they're very stupid. Shotgun. So gonna, there's a lot of stupid <laughs> decisions going on, so... Well, it's a shotgun wedding, maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
Because no, she was pregnant. I mean, this is the '70s. We got to think about right, it. right. So smaller. Yeah, and then the judgments, yeah. the ropers downstairs. Um, the landlord, landlord, it's the wedding. Not invited. Uh, he is Mr. Roper is complaining about the night, the ruckus that they made the night before. Right. Yeah. Um, the dynamic between the two of them is established pretty earlier on that they do not have sex anymore. She's constantly <laughs> undermining his ability. Yeah, and, throwing a lot of shade. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, so okay. they're cleaning up the apartment and all that stuff. Suzanne Summers is going to go take a shower. She opens the shower and we see John Ritter uh, asleep in the tub. Assed out. Assed in, out. Into the tub. Yeah. Yep. Mask off. Um, <laughs> he wakes up and, you know, shenanigans ensue. They're asking who he is. He came to the party with a friend, a gate crasher. Um, they give him a robe. To wear their old roommate's robe uh, to wear. No, it's like a pregnancy. Oh, maternity, like maternity, like shawl, maternity, yeah, robe, shawl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's wearing that around the house, and uh, Suzanne Summers cooks breakfast, and it, you know, burns the toast, makes the eggs like so inedible. That yeah, what they're, idiots! They're disgusting. They cannot. Well, you gotta understand is that their third roommate would do all the cooking, right? right. Yeah. So they're laying it on very thick that these two women are helpless without their third roommate, that they can't yeah. <laughs> function in normal life in any way, and they need a man to come save the day. Well, at least, though, they didn't need a man previously. It no, was it's a woman. not necessarily a man. True. They need another person. They just person. needed another person. They got to work in a True. trio. But come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the show's doing. It's not great, but we, 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 we can keep we can keep going. So... It turns yeah, out I mean, that he is a student at a culinary school. Right. So they love the fact that he's a chef. Like, oh, he's going to make us the best food. Oh, my God. And also <laughs> the dynamic is he's constantly flirting with Suzanne Summers and ignoring. Yeah. Aggressively. Uh, aggressively. aggressively yeah. Aggressive. Aggressive both ways. Aggressively. She talks about her figure directly at one yeah, point. Aggressively. He's like, with that figure? Like, like yeah. Yeah. About her like job. That. Yeah. Yeah. You work in a pool. Yeah. yeah. It's like very like fluid, too. Like, so sometimes he's like, just focus on something else. And then yeah. he'll immediately go into like perv mode where yeah, he's just like yeah. shifts quickly into perv city yeah, yeah. <laughs> perv city um <laughs> so and he, then he's aggressively denying uh janet janet yeah um and, and then so they, yeah the so okay so then what happens is uh the mrs roper comes upstairs to talk to them about the party she sees J- john ritter in the robe goes downstairs tells the husband that there's a man up there in a woman's gown or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then he gets all hot and bothered, goes upstairs. At the same time, there is another woman who is there who is... To apply to be a roommate. To apply to be a roommate. Yeah. yeah. To, uh, kind to of. put I in mean, her application. She put in her application. Is she like a friend of theirs? Or just no, like a straight, okay, no. Okay. She okay. must have a, been like a newspaper thing. Yeah. She's a lot of those kind of noises. My favorite character. Yeah. Yeah, um, Brandon hated her. So, <laughs> so uh, Mr. Roper comes upstairs, sees her, Thinking that this that is she's the man because that's what his wife told him. Great movie, yeah. She's um, the man. So he's <laughs> he's like man? he's like I he's like take off those clothes. I know you're not um you know you're not a woman and those are fake. And he the touches yeah. her breasts, yeah, very inappropriately realizes that. And he's like no, but they don't look real. And you know, like, oh, yeah, he like keeps going, putting words in his mouth, or was, what's it, what? not knowing that putting she's his foot in his mouth. Yeah. that she's not who his wife was referring to. Right. Yeah. He's an idiot. Yeah. So he goes back downstairs. Uh, meanwhile, this is when they come up with the idea to uh, ask uh, 
uh, Jack to be their roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two ladies go out and they talk about the pros and cons. He's a great cook. He'll help protect them. But <laughs> Janet basically says, like, basically says, like, Chrissy, you will not be able to resist him. Like yeah. you're gonna get involved and get yeah. in a bad situation. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, listen, you know you're a big whore. Yeah, like, like, yeah you can't like, help it. You so can't help yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The, you literally uh, says that. Like yeah, you can't, like, help, you can't yourself. help yourself. Yeah. Um, so, but then he agrees. He says, "She's like, no, I'll make it work." So he agrees. He says, "Great, fantastic." Like I'll, you know, I'll live with you guys. Oh, I can't. We will have to share everything. Whoa, oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. Um, and then the Ropers <laughs> both come upstairs, <laughs> and then. Uh, see him again in the robe uh, and then he's like no that's not the one uh, and then he says oh I'll be moving in here and then he's like wait no a no man? you will not a man with these women yeah no way yeah he's just not into co-ed living um, oh who yeah is, and who is and who know? is right and yeah. then he's a Ritter, prude yeah Basically, yeah, because Ritter says uh, it'll be strictly platonic. He goes, I don't care what it is. What's that mean? And yeah. Mrs. Roper says, uh, what we are. <laughs> yeah. Our situation. So he goes, Stanley. nope, you will not be moving here. <laughs> you will not be moving in here. Uh, so Ritter and Suzanne Summers go into the kitchen to put mm-hmm. his clothes on so he can leave. And then he's like, no, I'm going to give him what all I I'm got. I'm my, my money. So now this sets no. up, I think, probably a wardrobe thing that we can talk about that goes on. He's wearing, like, this feminine shirt. Well, because it's the robe that he was wearing the whole time, but yeah, now he course, has his yeah. pants on. Yeah. So then he comes out, and then he goes, all right. Mr. Roper says, all right, you can live here. Hope you have a good time. And they're oh, like, yeah, yeah, Janet explained everything to me. Yeah. In yeah. two seconds. And Yeah. <laughs> And so they're like, they're like, what happened? What did you, after the Ropers leave, they're like, what did you do? She goes, well, I told him that you're a good man, a hardworking man. That did it? She's like, nope. I also said you were gay. And he falls on the ground. Like, oh, no. What a great punchline. He's like, all right, who cares? So what we immediately were laughing about watching this is that he's down like, in the 70s, yeah. He's down in the 70s to have like a gay man there, but he's not okay with a straight man there. Right. You would think it would be the opposite. Like, you, Yeah, so yeah. he has no issue with him being gay. Right. In fact, he's in total support of him living there. Yeah. He doesn't mind so at all. So he's oddly progressive. He just wants, he just, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. want any sex. No, yeah. he, so he's secretly progressive, but he's anti-sex. Yes. He just doesn't like sex at all. And I'm pretty, With his wife and people upstairs yeah. in his house, he just wants no sex to... Yeah. They don't have any kids. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure right? I don't want to talk too much about what happens in the future, but I'm pretty sure like that the rest of the dynamic is the show is that Mrs. Roper like knows that he's not gay, but has yeah. to hide it from the husband. Oh, like, is that I'm, true? I'm pretty sure that's like the plot is that oh, they have to constantly keep hiding it from the landlord. Oh, okay, like he, maybe. Yeah, just, I'm pretty no, sure that so, that's yeah. what yeah. it is. He's just he does not like sex at all. Yeah. Um, that so was, that's that was that. that was their rule, though. That oh, was their what? agreement. You know what? Maybe he's gay. <gasps> that's probably what happened. That would make too wow. much sense. That makes a lot of sense. They would never do that on the show. That would have no. been good. But like, the they be, would now. That would be a great reveal. But also, this situation would never happen now. Yeah. <laughs> like this is the whole premise of the show, is that he has to pretend he's gay to live in a house with them. Yeah. 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 Just or the what? or the landlord's gonna find out. <laughs> 
Like it's the so whole premise of the entire show. The whole premise well, would actually it would be the opposite. It would be a gay man yeah. had to pretend to be He's straight straights. to live because a problematic guy in twenty nineteen right, would that being, not yeah. be. Makes, that even makes more sense then. Yes, yeah, you know. But <laughs> yeah. um, actually, yeah, it does make more sense <laughs> yeah. then. But the thing is, is this? I guess God. it's not. They obviously have different side stories going forward. But this, that being the general premise of the show, is so. A different time. Yeah. It's, just, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Like, who cares? Right. <laughs> it's so lightweight, but the show itself is is a pretty lightweight show. Yeah, it's a pretty li- lightweight sitcom. What what voice? We were doing a voice while watching this that we were laughing at. We were doing like somebody's it was, voice. It was her voice. Kinkle. It was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was it again? Deliciously kink. Oh yeah. Probably <laughs> something deliciously kinkly. They're or doing some. Kink- Wait, hold yeah, on. she says something so delightfully the kinky, kinky only, only three, three can, can play. <laughs> what games are they playing up there? Deliciously kinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just created. <laughs> Uh, the landlord's bond, wife. Yeah, she she's a, a bond, she bond, became bond. like a Bond villain. Yeah, yeah. Dave and I both kind of pointed out on our own that like she's both she, Mrs. Hannigan and Annie. She's she has the hair of Annie. Yeah. Should we jump into cast of characters? Just do and that the demeanor now. Of or uh, do we want to stay Hannigan. in the order we did last time? Up to the ranking, the, the ratings ranking, ranking yeah, guy. Yeah, ratings ranking guy. Dave, should we do cast of characters first? Yeah. We started I mean, talking. We probably about should it. do that. Was that first? <laughs> yeah, I guess we from, should have from, done that first. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. So mask off future. I had I kept I kept actually changing my view on almost every character uh-huh. throughout this episode. At first I did okay. I was like, "Ooh, this is not going to go well." Uh-huh. But almost every character did have a redeeming moment here or there. Not enough to redeem themselves fully in my mind, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. Like Suzanne Summers in particular, you know, they play her off as she's supposed to be, you know, incompetent and mm-hmm. dumb. But she actually had some charming moments, I thought. And and I don't know if it's so much of her acting maybe that did that. Mm-hmm. But I did. I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Like there was a couple jokes that she said that I I like laughed at. Yeah, I I honestly think she's great. Like, yeah. I, I don't. I think she's supposed to be kind of like this. There's a, always like characters like this. Like right. Betty White is like this in Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. It's Joey, the airhead. Yeah. The oblivious one who says things, takes things, things as at face value, and people like they don't understand metaphors, basically. Yeah. Um, but she was charming. But I liked her. I think she was funny. I think she was like and sweet and cute. Yeah. Um, Chrissy or Christy? Chrissy. 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 Chrissy Snow. Snow. Okay. Yeah. But Jan- then Janet, I thought was like the one that was like acting not great. Yes. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. A little, like overacting. Yeah. Like. And like weird tone changes. Yeah, she didn't of, have yeah, the like, same yeah. tone the whole time. Yeah, yeah. like she, you, you felt like she was like maybe the character herself seems to be kind of like doesn't know her own identity, like, like flighty or something. Yeah, she's uh, like kind know. of like struggles to f- be confident with herself. Yeah, right. So True. maybe that is a character, like an acting choice to like for her to keep changing her accents and like it, the, it, her it delivery. Isn't. It isn't. She's it just isn't. like awkward. It's she's not. kind of awkward. Like right from the get-go when she she's comes out of the awkward, room. Though, right? Yeah, I think so. When she comes, because yeah, she's supposed she's to be sexually over. unappealing to him. Like, right. you know, well, so she has short hair and she's a brunette. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, how horrible. <laughs> Awful. But yeah, right from the get-go when she comes out from the hangover, like she's like doing like very big, like, oh, like, oh my head. Like very big choices. Yeah, she is very big. Her choices, seriously. Um, but I, I didn't dislike her, but yeah, she yeah. definitely is not as strong. Not annoying, but just not, you can tell she's flawed a- actor-wise. Yeah. Actor-wise. Yeah, I'm like, I, I just don't know what they're going to do with her character, really. She does, she reminds me of a nice Joan Jett. 
I always got because she has the same haircut as Joan Jett. <laughs> oh, same yeah. build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Same color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She reminds me of Joan Jett, but nice. All right, so we're talking about Ritter. And then Ritter. Yeah. Okay. Kind of the breakout star a little bit. Yeah. I wish he wasn't as creepy because I do like John he is Ritter. Cre- well, the, the, I like John Ritter. There is kind of, I mean, it's definitely problematic, but it is, he does have a funny, not necessarily the sexual stuff, the way he treats Chrissy when he's like, yeah, Chrissy. Like he says like, he's kind of sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. Remarks to her. Yeah. That they're very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhat, I mean, honestly kind of problematic, but yeah. Still a pretty funny dynamic. But then he shifts into arrogance, which I wasn't he's expecting. Just, yeah, he's he arrogant. shifted into arrogance pretty hard. Like, yeah. I didn't get <laughs> yeah. that vibe from him earlier. But then when he starts talking about the food, he's like, listen, it's French. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, he's talking about, he's like, like any the, genius could, could have figured yeah, this out. Yeah. yeah, he lists all the food, and, and you know he's saying it in French, and she's like, what is that? And he goes, it's French. Yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's like, fuck off, please. <laughs> like, he's, just very, like, he's just very arrogant towards very the arrogant end. But then he shifts him. back into likable. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But like, he's both yeah. sleazy and charming, yeah, which char- is kind of fun. Charming is the word that charming. I associate mostly with this episode, be- be- mostly because of him and Suzanne Summers. I thought they were very appealing in a lot of ways. But he, yeah, he keeps shifting, and yeah. he, he definitely is the most dynamic actor. He's just got good chops. He does have good chops. Yeah, yeah. He's got that, like he's got the physical. He's got, and he's pretty subtle too. Like when he's like making those snidey, sarcastic right. remarks to himself. Like she says something about like, oh, these, this was like a very like edible breakfast, and he's like, oh, glad, like I forget what he says, but just like the way he a talks chef to himself. Nice to hear this, or yeah. some, whatever it was. <laughs> That's all I, a chef needs to hear. I love him in the Problem Child movies. Yeah, he, he's the dad in the Problem oh, Child yeah. movies. He is a yeah. no. He is like a. You said he's a legend. Dan said that when he got out of the shower legend. or out of the bath. Legend. He is. He's, he's, he's like a great comic actor. Yeah. Legend for uh, he's, pull, he's pulling like, this off with these two women. Okay. He's too, he's too good for the show almost. Just like his, he, he should be in a, a better show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because like the writing is not good. Right. But he's also a good performer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Ropers um, who are um, pretty one note throughout but she's great like yeah, she's they, a, they kept drilling yeah, she's funny yeah they drilled the joke a little too much like they like the same joke over the and same over joke again over and over again of her saying that you know the rela- like just making jokes about their relationship their marriage that they don't have sex at all they anymore. don't have sex without directly saying it she just keeps hinting well, she's at that like because there's an earthquake it was the most our bed has moved in years right like, she's very aristocratic or something <laughs> yeah very oh, you know what right Ka- kind of niles like she is a lot like she's Niles. She has Niles the barb, the shade. Yeah. Barbing wit. Witting barb of Niles. <laughs> right. Okay, he's a progressive prude. He's he's he kind of reminds me of like a low low energy Frank Sinatra. Stilted <laughs> Sinatra. Looks like Sinatra, yeah, yeah, older. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean as old as Sinatra probably, but um yeah, just like what has his no name? energy. What are their names again? No No nothing. Their names. His name is Stanley. Stanley. Stanley okay. Roper and I f- Mm, what is her name? Her name is don't remember. Well, then the only other character is um, her name is Helen. Helen. Helen Roper. The only other character then is this uh, prospective third roommate. Um, I forget her name. Uh, the one who gets groped by Miss. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Her name is. Uh, she looked like a like a headmistress or something. Like a. Her, her name is Patricia. Miss yeah. <laughs> Doubtfire. Yeah. Her name is Patricia. Okay, Patricia. Okay. Yeah, it's like overacting 101. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be an annoying character, like, because they are annoyed by her and, like, yeah. ooh, immediately turned off by what she's doing. Yeah. So it's, it's supposed to be an annoying yeah. character. 
So she sees John Ritter and she wants to move in now because she sees him. Isn't no, that she kinda, doesn't. She Isn't doesn't. No, I don't think she sees him. She does see. Him. I thought she got excited when she like she was like, oh, in that case, oh, yeah. I okay. think she sees him and she wants to be a part of what, what's going on in this I don't apartment. Remember. Actually, she <laughs> wants to be. I'm, I think that's what happens. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it affects her. She still wants to move. But in then there. she leaves because the landlord, you know, offends her. She moves and assaults her. She because of yeah the, yeah he, yeah calls her, her a man Stanley. and then yeah. and assaults her. Yeah, the audience is loving it. Yeah. And there was like this that was a, that was the funniest moment for the audience. Yeah, they're loving they every could second. Could not of that. believe that they're eating it up and then so grabbing her boobs. And like, then she said. When she leaves, like out of disgust, she says, "He didn't even say please." Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty whole cringy segment there. Yeah, a lot of cringy moments in this show. Yeah. The um, <laughs> another problematic thing earlier on, did they hint at the punch being drugged, and that's how everybody got really fucked up? No, did I you? think it was just another thing where Chrissy's an idiot because she she made the punch it turned green. The thing turned the, the, it was the, the, the spoon was, the uh the ladle. Well, Janet was was blaming on Chrissy like she just she's a dummy she doesn't know how to make stuff. But like I thought they were hinting at like you see Ritter just like not remembering what happened the night before. I thought she just put the proportions like out of whack. Yeah, I think it was just. Oh, I thought they were hinting at that like she like spiked the punch or like. No. I don't think she that <laughs> no. doesn't seem her character. No, okay. but I think it's more like she's an airhead and yeah, she doesn't know how to read like proportions. Also, like and I, she doesn't know how to cook. How they reacted to him in the bathtub was pretty funny. Or her, like she like, did like a four quadruple tape take. Yeah, she like yeah. left the room and <laughs> like it was very much. Like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, yeah. it was like that. It's very like, Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it did feel Scooby Doo. Yeah, very wholesome reactions. Like she she brought that ladle into the. She brought the ladle into the uh, bathtub to uh, sorry the bathroom to protect her. Right. Yeah. And it ended up being harmless. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So those are the characters, <laughs> but a little rapey also. Oh yeah. All right. So yeah, those are all the characters. Um, not certainly not as many as Taxi. No, not as many. Nope. Right. Um, core group. Pretty much what we were expecting coming into the show with yeah. the characters. You know them and and them and then. Uh, I I was actually wasn't even expecting neighbors. I didn't I didn't think that. No, really, that's a big uh, part. The landlords. Yeah, the landlords were our big part of it. I didn't yeah. realize that. I always know the three the three's right. company. Um, yeah. You know, it's they didn't call it Five's Company. It's just kind of yeah, a little disrespectful. Could have been six too. Kind of ageist. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? I think it's a uh, to me. Go ahead. You want to give your mm, your score first? Okay, so Roper's Cast a dud, characters. but he's not horrible. But he's a bit of a dud. Um, I like Hannigan. I like jo- I like John Ritter. I like Chrissy a lot, and I. I think Janet is flawed, but not horrible. So do all those calculations. 1.8, 1, 2.8, 4, 3.2, 3.2 plus. Uh, eight, averaging all the individual five. characters. Yeah, you do. yeah, so I'm going for 3.5. <laughs> um, I don't know what this one. Um. It's almost too high. You go with three. I, I got to average it out. Two, three. What, go what, three. A solid three. What did I give Taxi a five? I give Taxi a five, right? Three's company, yeah, three's point. Yeah, we all gave it a five. Uh, for cast of characters. Three's, com- three's company, three's point. three points. Yeah, same. I'll go three. Three points. Three company. I didn't hate that. I like my eh, points like three. my company. Yeah. Three. I'm going to go... I'm going to go 3.2 mm-hmm. just because I agree that at three's company, three points, but I liked it. <laughs> 3.2's company. Yeah, because I like two of them a little bit more than I thought. So you thought. have point one? 
point one for each one that I for, like for Chrissy and and yeah. What about Hannigan? Who's Hannigan? Well, I didn't have an expectation of her. Okay, fair. Who's, who's Hannigan? Mrs. Roper. Mrs. Roper. <laughs> oh, oh, from okay, Annie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, setting. Should we do setting next or? Um, yeah, setting. Yeah, set setting. Setting fun, fun. Pad. I kind of like. I kind of like. Love this seventies furniture. There's a lot to look at. Like I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed yeah. like the three winged set. Oh, like because you have the bathroom, you have the main living room with the couch and all this decor that's going on yeah. in the back. I love to a lot of tchotchkes and knickknacks in the background. Like yeah. a, they're very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the and then the kitchen. The kitchen's great. Um, yes. And then obviously downstairs with the landlord. So landlord's apartment. Yeah. This is yeah. This is gonna. This is this was a good showing in terms of the set design Love. and all that. Because I would, I would move in there in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, three roommates, four roommates, five roommates, whatever it took to live there, I would do it. <laughs> we were saying it felt like Florida. Mm-hmm. It felt like Florida. Yeah, yeah. It looked like Florida. So it's actually Santa Monica, California. Okay. okay. It felt. You know. It reminded me. Interesting. Colors very different, but it reminded me of uh, Jerry Seinfeld's parents. Oh, place. like their their the place thing, in Florida. It does look Boca, old, like Boca. older. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're just maybe well, it's older. I mean, maybe they're renting. Like maybe it's like furnished <laughs> by yeah. the Ropers. Yeah, I mean that would make sense, right? Yeah, I got retirement village vibe. Yes, that's like the vibe I, mean, I they, got. They're maybe they live in a uh, an elder. Community, community, yeah, and that's why the landlords have so much say over who lives there. I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, could be. But yeah, I enjoyed looking at it. There was a lot more to look at as things were and, going on that weren't like amazing. And then so in the intro and outro, we have the beach. Yeah, we do get to see the, the beach a little bit. Yeah. Set setting, Them riding yeah. bikes on the boardwalk and yeah. flying a kite, kite was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. They, they hang out. Yeah. Like, yeah, they do fun activities. Yeah, they they, they go up to yeah. shenanigans. They get into shenanigans. Yeah, I yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this was a good showing for the setting. Um, John and, and you know, show don't tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna say four point two for this. Four point two. I want to be there. I'm I'm moving in. I, I'm willing to be gay, whatever, straight. The ultimate friend zone. Trisexual. For, the, any, the any setting kind is of the friend zone. Asexual. I'll be ex- actually. You know what? I'm pretty much asexual, so I'd be perfect there. <laughs> I would get along a lot, great with uh, you're Mr. Roper. Roper. <laughs> no, I would get along with Ro- Roper really well. I could definitely move upstairs. <laughs> so what I'm you- the prude of the cast. I'm the prude and the stude every time I, I'm in here. So I identify with him. I get it. So oh I didn't give a score. Yeah. Four point five. I love it. What did uh, you give, what did you give Brandon? Four point two. Just lack of diversity. I won't go crazy, but I love that place so much. I gotta go four point yeah. f- I'll go four point four. That's why I'm not giving it a five. I'll give it a four for sure though. Wait, you're going four point I'll go oh. four. I'll go four. Four even? Four point four. Four point four. Yes. Okay. I'm going from four. a four point five to a four point four. Drop uh, a little bit. Cool. I'm giving it a four even. Great. Yeah. So you're giving it a four point zero. I'd love to live there. Me too. Danny, you do Cali. use decimals. It's 4.0. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, music. I can't think of any other music. <laughs> I, I mean, super memorable sitcom song. One of the probably the most memorable did, '70s sitcom. Did song. they say the like the lyrics in the intro to the pilot, yes. or is it just the? No, they do. Come on, knock on my door. But knock. the outro, they don't do that. Outro is just the no, music. Yeah, classic. Very jazzy. 
Yeah. More jazzy than even uh, yeah. Taxi's song. Like vocal More jazz. Vocal jazz, right. Jazz choir. <laughs> yeah, I like it just as much as the Taxi thing. I like it a lot, but I think it's more, it's definitely more identifiable and classic. Without question. It's a top five. Three's company. It might be number three most famous theme song. Theme, sitcom yeah, theme song. Yeah, that's true. Of the 70s, at least. It's definitely. Of the 70s. Oh, I'd yeah. say it's that and maybe like uh, moving on up. Moving on up. Yeah. All yeah. the family. I think all I know, though, it, for me, that's is come and knock on our door. Come on, knock like, on my door. I didn't know any, like, any of it else. Really? Yeah. Wait, Dave, you said all in the family. That's not moving on up is not all in the family. Well, Jefferson's and moving on uh, yeah. And all in the family. Which what's, is what's the all in the family? All family's like uh I forget. <laughs> so never never mind. It's a piano song, right? I think so. I used to know it, so it maybe it's not as familiar as it used to be. Does but Sa- does Saturday Night Live have the same theme in the seventies? As as it does now? I think it was a little different the first couple seasons. Yeah. But Definitely. This is so maybe this is number one. This is this is in Jefferson's right that we can think of. I always know. I always. I mean, I personally always knew the whole song. I also. I also used to watch. We didn't really talk about this. I used to watch the show like a Nick, good deal, like Nick at Night. Show. At Nick at Night, yeah. I've never seen it. This is the first. Really? Yeah, first time. I watched it Nick all the time. Night, I feel like I remember watching Lucy, and I remember watching Happy Days. I watched. Those I watched too. both those. I watched a oh, lot Lucy. of TV. A lot of. Sitcoms. I remember watching Dream of Genie a little bit. Me too. On Nick at Night. I didn't watch this show. No. I watched it. I liked it. Yeah, this was my first experience with it. Yeah, me too. Um, I like I like the music similar to Taxi, but I liked it a little bit less than Taxi. And so I gave I gave Taxi three point nine for music. So I'm gonna go three point seven. Um, it's I mean it's too good actually. I it, I think it's kind of. Uh, Disrespectful. I, I mean, I guess you didn't really know the song. I, it's it's a classic, all time classic. You got to go four point five. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I don't. don't all time classic. I don't think I ever actually heard it. I just always knew people say, "Come and knock on my door." Ah, that's, that's surprising. That's I yeah, I knew the whole song like in and out. I knew all those those. Right. But it doesn't change Brandon's opinion. I know, of it. but I knew in and out like all the way <laughs> hey, in and out. I, I knew it. Do you know it now? <laughs> hey, I know it really well. What do you think you know it now? <laughs> that I'm saying this a lot of times. No, but I'm saying I knew it in and out. Everything about that song, I'll every single turn zero. and twist. I'm giving it a zero. Really? No, it's a four. It's good. It's a, a top yeah. notcher. Yeah. <laughs> what songs do you know? I know I'm just suspicious now. What songs do you know then? If you don't know this one from sitcoms, yeah, I I didn't watch sitcoms. Oh, I, except like the '90s ones yeah. and Cheers. That's it. Oh, it's so shocking. And I Love Lucy. I watched a little bit, but not yeah, a lot. Theme songs. I probably knew more more the cartoon theme songs for sure. Remembered more of those. Okay, fair. So I remember Pokemon. I remember when I was like very little. Like I I didn't even understand what like sitcoms were. Um. Like I remember somebody making a joke and says, "Oh well, so and so says on the facts of life." I was like, "They don't have all the facts." Like I thought it was like an informational <laughs> show. I just remember saying that. And then the only I, I think the the two biggest theme songs that I am associated with, or not I'm associated with, the ones that I know are Family Matters and Full House. That's really it. Oh yeah. So well, that's nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Uh, fashion. So I wrote. Some notes with this. I liked a lot of the looks going mm-hmm. on. Uh, Chrissy, oh F- yeah, was wearing this like Easter pastel, like yeah. night shirt, like egg, like but with the same colors you'd paint an egg. Yeah, I, I was gonna say it's 
baby colors. It's tons of baby East, baby Easter colors. So Eggshell Chrissy. They, yeah. Chrissy and Jenna each had two outfits. Chrissy had the first, the night shirt, the Easter night shirt, and then she had this like a je- like denim jumper type thing. Yeah, was it a jumper? Or Something. It was a dress, I thought. And I don't oh, remember. Oh, because she was wearing like boots. I think it yeah. maybe have been a jumper. I don't remember. But it had like a floral pattern. Yeah. Uh, Inlay. On, on the uh, clavicle or... area. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was it was cool. It was chic. Janet, her first outfit is this like long football jersey. That thing was cool. Oh, the football pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was like a, a night dress. Yeah, but yeah. it was like sport, sporty. Sporty, yeah. But then her second thing. Well, the, I also want to say on that one, it says zero. Yes, and I thought that was like actually, it was like a jersey. It said zero on it because like it was a jersey, but um, I think it was supposed to like uh, it makes sense with her character because she has a very low self self esteem. Oh wow, she thinks of herself as a zero. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah I think right. it's. I mean. I think you're definitely correct. That's correct, right? <laughs> That's what they intended. I think you're right. Zero. Then her second outfit is this like Polaroid color scheme, like the black with the red and orange. Yeah, it's like orange, oh, yellow, yeah, black. It's like hoodie. this hoodie. It's a hoodie though. Hoodie, but it's not as thick as like a, a typical hoodie. It's, it's popular right now, actually, that, that kind of thing. It was yeah. cool. Like, I liked it a lot, yeah. shirt, hood. Yeah, it was, it was sweet. And again, she has a Joan Jett haircut, short, brunette. Right. Um, like to her shoulders, I guess, right? Yeah, maybe not even. A little, little above her, a little, little above, above her shoulders. Maybe. Yeah, no, a little bit above her shoulders. Right. Chrissy has a long blonde. Yeah, hair. classic blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Babe. Ritter is wearing. So when he's in the tub, he's wearing jeans and this jacket, but he's not wearing that much for long. Mostly, right. he's wearing the robe. Then he gets drenched. Yeah. And Miss Hannigan is wearing this pink gown, like this like night gown, like it's a mumu. Mumu. It's a mumu. Mumu. That's what we call mumu. Pink mumu, but she had pink pearls as well. Right, right. And uh, she's giving herself a pedicure. She has Annie orange locks, like auburn, auburn locks. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful old lady look. I love that kind of look from an old lady. But still baby colors. Still baby. Still soft on the eyes. Old baby. (laughs) Oh man, like babies. This is good for the babies. (laughs) Right. (laughs) To watch, yeah. So, so so, like, it's just for like for like young mothers to work to watch with their. And then we talk about Ritter wearing the maternal gown most yeah. most of the episode. <laughs> and then later he he um, wears it with the jeans. The uh, is maternal the right word? Yeah, Mater- maternity, maternity, maternity right. uh, yeah, yeah. outfits. Right, <laughs> then he puts jeans on right over the. Yeah, so yeah. it looks like a shirt, like a like a frock. <laughs> that was kind of a great look where he tucks the yeah. maternity <laughs> into the jeans. Yeah, because yeah, cool. he's so yeah. fired up to go talk to Mr. Roper, so he he's putting his pants on mm. and he doesn't. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind. And he got, he's got those Uggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the boots. <laughs> the boots. Oh, yeah, the boots. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mr. Uh, Stanley. This general old man. Yeah. General old man. Shit. Like Marshall's clearance rack. Yeah. <laughs> Prude oh, tire. Like uh, boy. orthopedic shoes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Prude boy. Um, but yeah, I liked I liked a lot of the colors and, you know, m- more so than something like Taxi where it's just like, oh, this is what this person would be wearing. You know, we have more room for flair. Not right. as much flair, I think, obviously, as Martin or um, the nanny where you have, like, a lot of room for ex- uh, expression. But this right. is up there. This is definitely right. up there. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, I liked it too. Um, I would wear four out of the five of those outfits if it, I had my thre- my threaders. Threaders. So, so is that your score? 
four. Four out of five. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, actually, yeah, I didn't like Roper, but uh, I. It was just adorable what they were wearing. Yeah, both outfits of Chrissy and Janet, I really liked a lot. Right. And Hannigan. Yeah. And, and Hannigan had a great look. Yeah, so this has to be a minimum of a four for me. A little so, bit more. A little more. So I'm going to say 4.4. 4. What were we going to say? 4.5? Did we say I don't what? Think you said. The woman you hate, Brandon, <laughs> did we say what she was wearing? Uh, she was a business attire. Oh, again. yeah. yeah like I still kind of liked her outfit. Nun. Yeah, her outfit like was fine. I didn't like the character. Was she like a nun outfit? No, it was like a business suit. It was like a, like a feminine, like... Yeah. Business suit. suit? Pant- yeah. Yeah, it might have been a dress suit, though. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying 4.4. I'm going to give it a 4. 4.2. It was great. Are you sure you don't want to change it again, David? Is this not nanny levels or Martin levels? Those, no. I don't think we'll ever see that again. Yeah. Well, but, how- it's, but it's great. It's seriously very like I like it made me like the characters more. So fashion for the nanny, Dave and I both said five. You said four. Okay, Dan. And then for Martin, I think I said Dave five. and I said four point five, and you said five. Five. Yep. That's, okay. Yeah. So four point one. Yeah, I'm gonna bring mine down to four point two. If you're bring, yeah. Okay, this, that makes this, sense. Because it's not Martin level, but it's it's good. Yeah, it, and it made we, me really I, fall in love with the characters. We, like I, we ripped on the Seinfeld fashion. I do you think that. people back yeah, in the day yeah. were like? You know, Veronica. The, the one people always do that, like Veronica versus Betty. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, "Oh, are you are you Janet? Or are you Chrissy?" Maybe. And I fell in love with both of them. I don't know if I was. In, nah, you've been talking shit on Janet the whole episode. No, I wasn't. I said the acting was poor. Yeah, that's fucking shit. But I like her still, <laughs> and yeah, I, I think like, I'm. Yeah. If I was in John Ritter's shoes, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> My heart would be in two places. All right, humor. Um. Uh, humor, humor. A couple of jokes. Uh, three ten to humor. Three ten to humor. They could use more humor. Um, I got a couple chuckles here and there. I did chuckle. Ritter made me laugh a couple times. Su- Suzanne Summer, like her delivery, yes. definitely made me laugh a couple times. It was yes. I, th- I definitely laugh a few times. But the thing about this show was, goddamn, they fired a lot. Every yes. every twenty seconds there was a joke. Yep. <laughs> And so many misses, so their accuracy on the hits low. Low, and also yeah, low like percentage. You, yeah, you know what I mean, if you're like doing like a gun range like video game, and yeah, they tell yeah. you the accuracy shot score at the end, yeah, it would be like a twenty yeah, percent conservatively. And also, as opposed to what we said for Taxi, a lot more cringy moments of like, ugh, yeah, come on, definitely. Yeah, and both in terms of just a lame joke and also problematic. Yes, so. It's not going to get a high score, but salvageable for the few moments that I did. Yeah. It didn't make me like go like, uh, I don't want to be here. It was more like uh, times have times changed, have changed yeah. a little bit more than friends where I just like, get me out of here. Yeah. Get, like I wanted to jump out a window or something. Mm-hmm. This one, I was like, I'll still be here. I'll still hang around with these people. Yeah. Um, still like them. So. I thought Janet was pretty flat with the jokes, but there's did three shooter, pretty good shooters with Chrissy, Ritter, and Hannigan. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, the accuracy score goes up a little bit more than I said, thirty, thirty percent. So three. What is it? Would that be thirty percent out of a hundred? Would be what? Thirty. You mean what do you you say? 30, Thirty out of a hundred. Three out of five would be sixty percent. Right. So how can I do that in this kind of setting? Like two point. That's a three. No, no. no. That would be sixty percent. I yeah. want to go thirty percent. Thirty percent. So that's closer to two. To two point. I was gonna say like two point two for me. Two point. 
Well, no, a one would be twenty percent. Two point five. And a two would be forty percent. Yeah. All right. So. All right. I'll go. I'll go two point five because I like them. <laughs> All right. Right down the middle. Ah, uh, two point. No, it's it's below average. It's two point two. Yeah, two point two sounds right. Sounds right. Yeah, I'm gonna say stick with my two point two. Okay, I'm gonna give it a two because it's um it wasn't just super unenjoyable humor like mm. Friends where I hated every person so much and I hate that they're jokes. This, not many of the jokes landed. I like the shade that sh- that she's throwing. Yeah, there was the neighbor. It was uh, Niles, the landlord. She was Niles. She was, right. Yeah. That I liked. That salvaged the humor for me. I didn't think any of the three's company were particularly funny, really. <laughs> uh, any of the company of three was uh, particularly uh, funny. Ritter, Ritter's funny. Ritter's funny, but like I felt myself just feeling bad for Suzanne and him just like insulting her ass. Yeah, and like and but like insulting her when it was convenient for him, but then also hitting on her when it's convenient. No, for it was. Right. It was inappropriate. It, it is definitely. And, and for them to enter yeah. a living situation, oh boy. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but I still thought it was kind of funny. It's a two. Yeah. That's why it's a two. Yeah. One is like the friends bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah her delivery, I, I enjoyed. Um, okay. One is wings also. Um, okay. Will you keep flying this plane? For me. For me. For me. Yeah. I, you know what? I like them. <laughs> I, would, I would still fly the plane. I would, yeah. I would. I have to, for me to say no would have to be. I have zero. I, I even think I said yes to wings because I wanted to see, see it improve. Improve this, you know. For me to say no would have to be like I have zero interest in watching another episode ever again. This, yeah, I would pop in another episode. Uh, I'm saying no. Yeah, uh, I don't. Respectful. I don't, I don't give a shit. Okay. Um, do you support the you, main <laughs> character now? There isn't one main. There's it's three, three main. Is main. Three, three, three is company. They're the a company. Needs, the show needs a Kaufman type. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the, Do we support the, the, three? the unit of three? Yeah, sure. I like them. I, I like them. I do like them. I guess by proxy, if we're saying that we want to watch more, then yes, we have, like you do support Unless the you like support the external characters, but sure, there's yeah. only them and the Ropers. Yeah. I support the three... I don't support their living situation actually because he gets the full room and they have to share a room. So if you're going for a living situation, I don't support it. But as a company, am I going to invest in this company? Yeah. You know, I'm saying no. I don't like the fact that they, they paint this picture that they need this guy there to like save the day and help them. I, I don't like I think a show with three women would be way more enjoyable of a show. That's Charlie's Angels. That's, and they kick ass. And Golden Girls. like. And they kick even more it's ass. It's probably way better. I don't um, know. I've never really watched Golden Girls, but I'm guessing it's way better. Are you a company man? You're not a company man. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm small I'm business, a, baby. Right, right, small a, business. Right, I'm not a company man. I'm right. supporting small business. I can't exactly. not. Yeah. Did I say yes? I'm going to say yes still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I like them. I like Chrissy and John Ritter. All right, so are we at the Three's Company namesake? Yeah, so who is the Three Is Company? Right. Three is... Oh, it's Three right. Is Company? I'm assuming that's what it is. Three's like, Company. Three, three is, is yeah, company? it's apostrophe. Like two oh, is no, a pair, no, no. three is it company. Be, it could be, it it could be, be ownership. It could be possessive. So, um, who? Like, I didn't think about that. I was uh, yeah. possessive, but it, three is company. I think it has to be three. Three is company, company two. Because unless the name of somebody come and knock my door. Of a new character we haven't met yet is three. Right, right. <laughs> and he's the. It's the landlord's boss. Oh, because it's, it's owns, based on an old uh, like two saying, is a pair. Three two, is company. Three is company. Three's a party, and four's a party. Four's a party. Yeah. That could have been a good spinoff. Four's, four's a party. Yeah. Five's an orgy. Didn't do that. Four, five's an orgy. 
Three is technically no, it's not an orgy yet. Three is a threesome. Menage a trois. The French you don't call, call it you don't call it an orgy if it's just three. It could be. I don't think. I think it has to be more than three people. I think it is an orgy. I mean, technically, I, I think it's an but orgy no one's just more than two. Yeah, but no one's calling it. It would, it would right. say threesome or yeah. or menage a trois. I feel like four yeah. is four is orgy territory. Four is orgy. Yeah. Four G. Four G. Four G. Four G. Three G. We're running on four G. Orgies. Three Gs. Four Gs. Um. Okay. So BGs. Oh, did we say who they were? Yeah, it's three. It's them. It's, them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, company that owns the building. <laughs> the Threes Company. <laughs> the Threes Company. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Come on, knock on my door. All right, we're revealing the uh, results here. Yes. So with Three's Company, I said I didn't want to keep fly- flying the plane. Right. I wanted to land that I've shit. Tabulated he that. touched my bosoms, is what Patricia says. Whoa. He touched my bosoms. It sounds like they're being really so kinky. The, um, only a four-point four spread between the two, which is, is a little bit better of a performance uh, than I thought. How much of a spread? Four point. Ah, that's pretty close. Okay. Um, so for both for both of them for both shows Dave rated each the highest I'm a positive guy oh I was in the middle positivity man and you were at the bottom I know because I rated the humor I rated the humor lower than you guys for both shows I'm more forgiving yeah Um, I also don't do decimal shit and we were actually pretty close to our scores. You were, you, your final score. Me being Danny. Yes, Dan. Okay, I'm going to just tell you the final results, then we'll break down. Yeah, go ahead. So with 56.8 points in second place, History's Company coming in with, as a champion, Taxi at 60.6. So, Dan, your final score for Three's Company was 17, uh-huh. and your final score for Taxi was 19. Okay. So, you know, small marginal difference. For me, um... <laughs> Somehow, uh, <laughs> Three's Company is a nine point nineteen point six, and Taxi was a nineteen point five. So somehow, somehow, I rated Taxi a little bit lower. Oh my god! Because I think, well, yeah, you know, you know what? The humor know, wasn't too high. And in you know taxi. what it is? The uh, the fashion and setting elements in Three's Company elevated. It. Elevated. They were but better. Also, if, yeah. If yeah. there was a dramatic like category, I'd give it five points That's for Taxi. The thing. There's yeah. not really the, the some it, of the strong yeah. stuff in. We said, oh, the characters were really good. So that's really, really shown. Yeah, it's not a perfect a, system. Yeah, it's not a perfect system. It really system. is. Because yeah, like, I gave a five. We need to change the yeah. system. There needs to be some reform, yeah. I think. And and Dave, reform. you, for Three's Company, you had 20.2, and for Taxi, 22.1. I'm a positive guy. At the end of the day, do we know, like, what's the highest scoring show? Probably the Nanny. Probably the Nanny or maybe Seinfeld. Seinfeld? Yeah. Uh, Seinfeld, well, also, too, because we had four people rating on that. Oh, never, yeah, never mind. Um, never mind. But Sorry, Longo. Disregarded. <laughs> no, but throw out Longo's points. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, can you tabulate that right now? So, no, uh, the nanny and Mar- Martin, Martin outscored yeah. Taxi. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I'd s- agree. <laughs> Seinfeld did not. Okay. Actually, friends. Oh no, that has four too. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. So this is the third uh, highest score for. Congratulations. Taxi. 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 So I guess we're gonna land this plane. We're gonna have to change the name of the show to the Taxi 
tax collectors or taxpayers. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> the taxpayers. The taxpayers. Taxi payers. Yeah. Um, tax on tax on taxi. It wins nothing but just we say it's better. All right. Thanks for listening. Okay. We're, uh, Layla's playing here. Thank you so much for turning into Pilot Pilot. Let me go. Please remain in your seat for the rest of the flight until we get taxied back to the terminal. Uh, thank you. Uh, oh, Sully. <laughs> <laughs>